This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Off and running on a Tuesday, boys and girls. What's up? It is the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, the book. Myself, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. I'm not late. Dave had some things to take care of. Brigade, calm down. You guys are all fired up in the chat today. Sports Grid TV replay. What's up? Live on YouTube, live on Twitter. Dave, it's a Tuesday, and we get to talk some football today. It's nice. It's football weather outside here in Vegas. Oh, gosh. Really going to do this? I wore the throwback <laughs> pirate stuff. You're going to talk football in July. Hell yeah. Here we go. Stevie Mac, capital M, capital K, said it best in the chat already. Y'all act like football starts. It's going to be smooth sailing. No. I couldn't agree more. He's right. But, but there's a hell of a lot more fun start. things to bet on, Dave, than there is on Nerfies, which went 10 and 2 yesterday. Oh, man. 10 and 2 yesterday. I just got off a wager talk. They hit me with this statistic. And I texted you this last night, and they found out. How many times <laughs> do you think this season that Four dogs of plus 150 or more all won on the same day. Boy, uh, over the course of the entire season, I'm going to say three times this year. Four. Oh, that's close. Yesterday was the fourth time. And the fifth dog, it was the, it might have been the first time that every dog of plus 150 or more won on the same day. You had Dodgers minus 310, Houston minus 210, <laughs> Milwaukee minus 190, Atlanta minus 170, and San Diego minus 165. Those are the closing numbers. Again, there's a big dispute in the gambling community. What numbers do you use? I'm using the closing numbers from the board. Fine. They yeah. all lost a $10 parlay on the five dogs, which would have been Washington, Oakland, Colorado, Philadelphia, and Detroit. Let me $10 guess. $10 parlay, money line parlay. Let me guess. $10 money line parlay, five leg of plus two. Uh, it was plus two, two, 270, plus 190, plus 175 to one? plus 150, and plus 150. $10. $25. What is 25 it? to one? $25. What? Your math stinks, P. You know that <laughs> eighteen hundred and sixty nine cents. Eighteen hundred dollars. I would take that over my bet. <laughs> over mine. Eight. One hundred eighty to one. If you Hello. did a hundred dollars parlay on those five dogs, you pick up eighteen thousand and six dollars today. <laughs> I mean, shit. You just put ten dollars down. It's one hundred and eighty. It's no. It's eighteen hundred. Oh, yeah, sorry, eighteen hundred. Sorry, ten dollars. Yes. 
Dude, $10. That sucks. Is so, the yes. mic working? Hello. Yes. Yes. Can you check in? Oh, I mean, we've got the video working. It's $1,800. That's incredible. For 10 buck bet. For $10. Not that we're encouraging that, by the way. We're not recommending no, you. I mean, <laughs> but it's happened four. No. It's happened four times. Four. I mean, times. that's insanity. Four times this year that that's happened, and we still like betting on baseball. Baseball's fun, right? Yeah, betting on baseball is baseball a joy. Is fun. I'd rather get a tattoo on my face. That's next. You're getting <laughs> tattoos. You Jenna flies in. You get another tattoo. You know, there's you're gonna have one of them things on your face soon enough. Yeah, I'm gonna get a teardrop. Right. Yeah. I oh, mean, God, what the? No, thank you, man. I mean, baseball betting is such a grind. It's so hard. It's a totals Tuesday for me. So you'll like today. I'm guessing because we're on totals today. So. Oh. Yesterday, well, you recommended it yesterday. You were like, just bet total. So I'm like, all right, we'll do a totals Tuesday coming up here today. Well, the Kansas City game was that th turned into no sweat. I mean, it was zero zero for the longest time, and then they opened it up. Well, that Angel bullpen is just a disaster, right? Told now. you that game, just, but I didn't bet it because I just said I was going to watch it. But I said everyone bet the Royals, and and I should bet the under. We had a two team parlay right there. Royals and under would have worked out perfectly. That would yep. that paid plus two fifty. So that game was weird too. It was one nothing. I mean, like, because I was going to bet, like, this is how cold I am, right? So we talked about it on the show. I was going to bet first five because I was going to bet Granky versus Syndergaard and say, take the money line Royals after right. five, zero, zero. <laughs> no zero, score. Zero. They yeah. score one run in the sixth inning and then they blow the game open late and get in, yeah. and they win seven, nothing. Right. Yeah. That's baseball yeah. betting. I mean, it's, yeah. it's fun. No matter no. what. It, it's, yeah. It's so fun. I, I, I love it. It's such an enjoyable <laughs> exercise of every day having someone squarely donkey kick me in the nuts over and over again. I love it. It's so, it's such a fun thing to do you, every you're damn gonna day. You're going to have to start wearing a cup. Seriously. I need a fucking helmet. Screw, screw a cup. I need a helmet. Going and betting on this every day. Someone's going to strap me up with a helmet. It's unbelievable. It's like running your head. It, it, it's like, who is the quarterback who ran his head into the wall every and, and got hurt for the Gus for the, Ferrat. Gus Ferrat. Like, that's right. I need a Gus Ferrat like t shirt for this every damn day. That's what it feels like. I'm running straight into a cement wall and I'm giving myself, you know, whiplash and, and having like my vertebrae be compressed. I just thought of this. I don't know if anybody's old enough to remember this, but Cameo, word up. Uh, was his best song. He wore a cup on the outside back in the day. Like you boxing? might need a Ooh. cup. Yeah, I got one. A, a big I, goalie cup. No, we got to wear the goalie <laughs> cup, the big one that Brother Dan used to wear all the time. It was it protects everything, even a slap shot from a hundred. Wait, he's going to get a cup. This is this is groundbreaking. Can, content, can I wear right? this? He's that's perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. That, does that qualify? That is perfect. We're going to get you and them nice white legs with yep. the calf. We'll get E to shoot it. You wear the cup. I'll pretend to kick you. I won't kick you. Okay. And we'll put the video out. Betting baseball is. Feels hey. like this. Yes. It feels hey. like that every damn day. It's just, I open up my apps. I come down here to tape just the picks like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. <laughs> I just put my head in my hands and just like, again, again, it's like I could do other things with this money. Like I really could. Like I could go out to dinner and take Eric and Jenna back out to a nice dinner. Like there's other, go to a nice, I, I can go get ice cream. Like there's other things I can go ahead and do. Go ahead and buy like the whole place. Big line last night at this yeah. place called Sorry Not Sorry that I, I introduced Jenna and Eric to last night, which is really good ice cream, by the way. I'm, that's, but 
go buy everybody. Just walk in and be like, hey, it's on me. Like I'm buying everybody ice cream. <laughs> it's a better use of my money than going ahead and giving it to the books every oh. damn day. Just like write that off. All right. And write that off. Like, okay. This is really fun. I, I really, I'm really happy that I'm doing this. This is a really enjoyable exercise here in late July. It was oh. easy a couple of days ago, right? Like it's it's amazing how fast it can turn. Like where, you know, you just you bet the Dodgers every day, and then you're like, ah, you just take them on a run line because they win every game on a run line. But they've only won seven games not on the run line. So, you know, you just punch the ticket. Okay, put, you know, throw the Astros in there to play the A's. That's no problem. Cover that. You put these things together, and then you end up, and you're like, whoa. And <laughs> what it definitely happened? leaves a mark. No, there's no debate in there. It's, the month of July has left a, a welt. It's been it's been horrific for me. I've been Don't. Mike Ty, Mike Tyson Jack to the face type of welt. Like it's been. Oh boy. So before we move to football, though, I, yeah. we want to get where in the world was Matt Farah over the weekend because oh please we he went it. back to where I used to live. And I tried to tell him that driving from Denver to Omaha or to Lincoln is easily the worst drive. Oh, there it is. There's the map quest. <laughs> How oh, many miles, Farah, did uh, you it's do? Like, on- it's like 1,200 miles. It's uh, each. Yeah. Uh, oh. Which is uh, if you don't stop an 18 hour drive, but you got to, you know, get gas. It's about a 24 hour drive when it comes down to it because you got to. Did you not stop? Uh, I, I got like a little like one or two hour nap. Uh, I accidentally stopped at the same rest stop on the way there and on the way back to like catch a, <laughs> catch a couple of hours of sleep. <laughs> what wait, are the chances that you stop on the same rest stop? No, no, no. Dive I don't know. It just happened you, that way. You, wait, wait, wait. I have to get this out. You stopped at a rest area in the middle of nowhere uh-huh. to get a, to, to sleep and you thought this was safe? Yeah, it's a rest area. What I mean, what, come, come on, you're fine. No, oh no, <laughs> just do me a favor. Don't do that again. Just don't. <laughs> just, there's no cops for days, like literally days. They, they would find you like in the desert here in Nevada. They'd find you with a bottle of Lake Mead 30, 30 years after they drained the thing. So like, the 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 drive the, part of the country. The the first <laughs> the first like thirteen hours is nice. You like get to see Colorado, which is oh, gorgeous, yeah. and like all that stuff. But you're right. Once you hit the the end stretch oh. and everything just kind of looks like this. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. There it is. The flat nothingness of Nebraska in Western Nebraska. It is outrageous. Oh. It's awful. It's the worst drive in America. Oh, Honest gosh. to gosh, it is. It is so bad. It's so boring. It's tough because you come off the mountains and you're like, oh, Colorado's gorgeous. You're going to the mountains. It's just once you hit those flat plains, uh-uh, oh, six man. hours of hell. What, what, um, fair, what, where, what state was the rest stop in where you Nebraska. stopped? It was in Nebraska. Yeah. Do we lose your mic, Matt? Oh, he's out. We've lost his pictures. We lost his mic. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the rest stop was closer to, to us than it is to them. I think it was in Utah, maybe. Oh, oh, oh okay. So, all right. Yeah. So you went that way. Interesting. Whoa, yeah. I mean, you basically over. just take I-70 the, the whole way there. But um, but yeah, it was it was a cool trip. It was a long drive. Next time I'd probably fly. But, um, <laughs> you know, my, my, my son lives in Nebraska with his mom. So, uh, you know, it was a good chance to, to get out there and go see him. And oh, yeah. Uh, he actually wore this hat. I got a cool picture of him. He looks like Justin nice. Bieber. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I'll, I'll text it to you later. But yeah, what it, is, it, was, it was a good what, trip. Yeah. So what was your reaction seeing Lincoln for the first time? Lincoln's awesome, dude. 
Wow. Like awesome. Yeah. Like I thought Lincoln was going to be, I don't know, like boring. And you know, like what do you picture in your head when you think of Nebraska, like cows and hay, right? Well, that's a great <laughs> like, point. People make like, that mistake like, all the time. Lincoln's yeah. the capital and it's actually pretty rad. Like there's, you know, we're just walking down the street and there's like a Corvette show, just the like, you know, a hundred Corvettes, you know, people are just showing them off. Just cool, cool stuff like that. Just going on. You're like, oh, sweet. This place is kind of cool. So you no, know, Lincoln is is a great college town. It's a cool place to go if you like history. There's a ton of really cool things that that city has been a part of. Omaha is the same way. I used to laugh at people because they'd land at Epley and they'd be like, where are the tumbleweeds and cows? And I'd be like, it's a city, guys. Like it's a, it's a legitimate city. Like Omaha, it actually has everything that you have. You know, there's running water and internet and like everything that you have. We have sports and, you know, television. Running and water and everything? Yeah, like everything. It's amazing. <laughs> Outdoor, like toilets in your actual like residency. It's amazing. Not outhouses is incredible. So like I always laugh because like my friends would be like, you live in fucking Omaha, Nebraska, dude? Like, what the hell? And I'd be like, it's awesome. And they'd be like, shut up. It's not awesome. I'm like, I'm telling you, Omaha and Lincoln – it's an awesome place to live. People are so nice. Nebraska nice is a legitimate thing. Yeah, until it, it, it was until it was surprising. Season. It kind of caught me off guard. I was like, you know, this place is actually kind of cool. You know, like yeah, it's I just. I mean, I'm just jaded because I've only lived in L.A. and Vegas for the past decade. Oh. So, oh, <laughs> but if you go outside to Lincoln, outside of Lincoln and Omaha, then yeah, okay, it's literally nothing. Scott's yeah, Bluff nothing. and Carney and. They play seven on seven football out there. They don't even have enough people to play, you know, 11 on 11 football. Their high schools are seven on seven football. It's yeah. a truth. It's not even, not even a joke. It's real. They can't field a big enough team. So they go seven on seven. Yeah. How was the weather? Uh, hot, you know, humid, humid, but you know, it's not like 110. It's like 97, but it's humid. So it's a different kind of hot, but it was, you know sticky a little hot a little hot but it's cool sticky. we uh you know we, me, me and my kid got a boat one day and went out on the water so it's was, it was pretty oh, rad oh yeah so. the plat uh the lake like what what was the lake called you mean no, well yeah where did you go because the plat river is is the main oh no it was no it was a it was a lake uh, i think it was called like yankee lake something like that okay um it's just outside of lincoln so well, you really saw that. You saw it. You went and did it. My oh, gosh, absolutely. that's cool. Absolutely. You went and did it. How about that? Because <laughs> yeah. there's there's the Mississippi and then there's the Platte. And then all I'm trying to remember all the different, different places you can go. There's a bunch of little random lakes like kind of peppered yep. throughout. Yeah. I mean, that's where my one of my good friends lives on Lake Fremont in in Fremont, oh, Nebraska. Yeah. And that's yep. we spent oh. literally like every summer. That's what we do. We just go and go and you know, waterboard and 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 and, and water ski and have a ball. So yeah, that's a big lakes in that part of the country are a big, big thing in the summer. It's a lot of fun to do that. Yeah, it was it's interesting. refreshing it was, to see water, isn't it? It's, it's, it, it, was, it was, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, water. How about green? <laughs> you just see green. You're like, oh, oh it's green. How about that? Yeah. It's not like some some like you know offset of of orange or or or, or whatever brown. sand color brown, brown. Yeah. yeah everything's brown here everything's yep. brown or a shade yeah. of brown this th th this is in the middle of a uh, Colorado you know which is I've I've never driven through Colorado and man I was like dude this place is gorgeous it's just like a magical wonderland you know so well speaking of Colorado 
that's where Jenna Garcia came on down from. She's trying to get Eric to move to, to Denver. I, I, I got to stop that from happening. So oh, <laughs> they're doing, they're doing happening there. Whoa. whoa so whoa, I'm like, whoa. I'm like, Hey Jenna, like we need Eric here. Like, what are you doing? But Eric is like, really? It's really cause like, cause I love Denver, blah, blah, blah. So Jenna Garcia comes in to pay off the bet. I had to pay off the bet as well. So you guys in the brigade did this. If you forget Jenna Garcia went on, on her own, had no clue she was going to do this. And she said, look, if I get a hundred likes on this video, I will get a tattoo when I go to Vegas. And so we said, all right, well, if you get to 500 likes, I will equally get a tattoo. And you guys went and got like, I don't know, there were like 800 likes on that, on the video. So bam. So yesterday I took Jenna to the place where I get my tattoos here in Vegas to the guy who gets my tattoos. And we both got tattoos with, I think pretty cool meaning for her. It's a shark, which is the animal she's the most afraid of but also because of the industry that she works in now with us and a lot of sharks in the water. <laughs> and, and so she wanted a memory of what the sharks were like. She wanted to know like, Hey, you know, remind herself of the sharks for me. I, in different parts of my life being on microphone have said things that are mean and tough and wrong and rude and tough. So I wanted a reminder of myself. This is a microphone with the shadow of a knife that what I say into this mic you guys have heard it at times, can be cutting. So words can cut. So that's the reference of the two tattoos that we got yesterday. So we got that taken care of. Eric has the whole thing. He's doing a whole video of Jenna and I getting the tattoos done. He'll put it out. He was like interviewing me, interviewing Jake. I'm wearing Jake's shirt. This is Jake's logo uh, at Broken Dagger Tattoo in Vegas. Mm. Um, he's a really cool guy and, and someone that I trust a lot. And I only have, I don't know, I guess four tattoos now, but he's done them all. So um, it was very fun yesterday to hang out with Jenna and hang out with Eric and, and, and get that done. And so if you're ever in Vegas, we, we, we pay off our bets. We take care of our, when we say we're going to do it, we do it. Just setting the record straight right now. I don't give a shit how many likes or anything. I'm <laughs> never getting a tattoo. Never. Nope. Why? I don't want one. Oh yeah, but is it like a, you don't want the body to be changed or is it, I don't like needles. I can handle needles. I've been stitched up and poked and all this other stuff. I ain't. Luckily after my experience, I'm not afraid of too many things, but I don't know what I would get on my body that I'm going to look at in 20 years and go, man, what the hell was I thinking? Your kids. It's I can look at my kids. Yeah. I can see them. I don't need them a, a tattoo of my body to remind me of them. Although this dog, this 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 little Charlie may may work its way into get the shot. So that is that is Madeline's first ever when she wrote her name for the first time. Is that the one that talks? This is the one that talks. Yeah. This is this is the the He's sound a tattoo. talking tattoo. People, I have a talking tattoo. It ain't enough is... to have a tattoo. It ain't got the talking tattoo. Yes, it talks. But that's so she was four when she wrote her name for the first time, and I took wow. it and I put it on my body. <laughs> she will be 25, 35, 45, 55. That'll be on my body. That'll be on my body. There you so go. She'll never be four again. She never <laughs> wrote her name for the first time again. Correct. So you have so, it on your. Less and it's her voice when she it's her voice when she was four years old. It says, Daddy, I love you. Mm -hmm. That's 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 her voice. And she'll never be four years old again. That's so true. That was my inspiration for that. This tattoo for the city of Boston was because I was on the air during the Boston Marathon bombing, and an artist in Boston 
commissioned this as saying she put it out and said, look, anybody wants to get this. This is in memory of those who were injured and lost their lives in Boston. I was on the air during that. It was horrific. So I got that as my first tattoo. I always said it took me 10 years to get it. I always said, or I don't know, eight years to get it. I always said, if I ever got a tattoo, that's the tattoo I was going to get. You were so on the air when that thing went off? Yeah. It was wow. It was Twitter was wild. It was, it was an explosion at the final. I was on the air in New Hampshire doing afternoon drive in Manchester. And um, I was the GM of the station up there. And it was like, I had been on the air during nine 11. I had been on the air during a mass shooting in Omaha at the West roads mall where a kid walked into the mall with an, with an AR 15 and just started spraying everybody. And so I'd been on the air in really traumatic, highly awful situations. So I was a little more, able to get the information out because I kind of knew how to handle it a little bit right. better. But I mean, Twitter that day was that's when I really saw the power of Twitter because we were, that's how we got it. Like right away, like bam, two minutes after it happened to hit Twitter, like bomb explosion, finally you know, on the finish line of the Boston marathon. It was a Monday, right? Yeah. It's always a Monday marathon Monday. Monday. Yeah. It was a Monday. I Patriots was day Monday, marathon yeah. Monday. And it just, I mean, it was just a normal day and all of a sudden everything changed. We stayed on the air. Um, I think the show ended at six. Normally we sit on the air till about eight thirty, nine 9 o'clock um, and did it just as much news coverage. I had people that I knew who were down there who were calling in, kind of telling us what was going on. And Oof. yeah, it was really, it was really something. I mean, the, the, those are the three, the three shows I will never forget is, you know, people every 9-11, I get somebody in Alabama in Huntsville that'll say like, Hey, I heard about 9-11 from you. And I was just, on the air doing literally play by play of the second plane going into the second tower. And then the West road shooting was, you know, now they've unfortunately become more and more common, but back then in 2009, I believe it was, or 2010, it was about 12 years ago. Like it was still relatively new when someone was going to walk into a public space and just start shooting for for no reason. (laughs) Like what the hell? And, you know, people calling in frantically going like, you know, my kids at the mall, can you know what's going on? And they go, can you get reports out and police having to come on? It was, yeah, it was just awful. And those are the three shows, the the marathon bombing, that, that mass shooting and nine 11 huge moments. I mean, just like awful, horrific things. And just, you, you go to work and you think you're going to have a normal show and you're talking about nothingness and baseball and dumb stuff. And all of a sudden you're reporting on, you know, stuff that's affecting going to change lives and never have, you know, people will never be the same. So it's, uh, it's crazy. Cause I, I mean, I remember I was home, uh, you know, Monday, I was off. I was always off on Monday. And when that happened, I just, I was glued to the TV. So like being one of the people that are on the air, it's a whole different experience because you don't know who's listening. You I mean, you never do. You don't know who's watching, but you want to be as I guess, informative, accurate. And you, you have to have that level of compassion while you're delivering this just horrific, like try, can't make any sense of anything that's going on. And the mic's hot. You're like, wow. That's, well, that's, I put my cousin on 9-11. I called to my cousin who is about five blocks away from the World Trade Center. And he he was the first one that said terrorist attack. He said, this is a terrorist attack. And it was even before it was being reported by the big the big buys because he was just listening to the local stuff. And the local stuff was saying, get out of the city, get out of the, you know, get out of Manhattan. And he got on the last path train 
to get out, to, to get off. My other cousin was driving to work who lived, who worked a block away from the World Trade Center and in traffic, he couldn't get there. He was late for work and traffic stopped him from getting there. And he just left his car. He just got it walked and left his car right where it was. And just, just get the hell off the island as fast as you can with what was going on. And wow. I was a news reporter for three days. WVNN was our sister station where Sean Hannity got his start as a talk show host. And they basically said to me, like, you're not doing your show for three days. Go to the arsenal and just basically every day, just come in here and be a news reporter. And I reported on the news for three days. I wasn't doing sports. I was just interviewing spokespeople from the, from the military. President Bush could have come to Huntsville and there were four planes. They scrambled four of them. They went to four different places. And I remember watching Air Force One, the dummy Air Force One land in Huntsville at the arsenal. It was like, that could be the president. We didn't know. And it wasn't. He went to Denver, went into the bunker in the in the Rockies. But it was crazy. It was the, those images are vivid. I remember sitting there talking with an army wow. general, an army general telling me basically like, you know, it's beneath us, right, Matt? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, there's about 30 nuclear warheads underneath us. And I've never seen us this close to pressing the button to launch them. It's like, what the, I was like, what are we talking about? He was wow. like, yeah, he, he was like, I've, he's like, we have different levels of alert as to like where we are. And I've never seen this level of alert. I've never seen this. He's like, I hope I never see it ever again because like the military, all of our military might is waiting for the, like you give us the word and we go. Right. <laughs> was like, wow. what is going is that close? Oh man. It was, we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know who it was at the time. Right. I mean, right. we had no yeah. idea who, I mean, we right. taken over planes. Was it, a, you know, was it, we found found out that Saudi Arabia was the one that was doing it, but it was, you know, we didn't know exactly what was happening and, flights i was i'd never been more homesick in my life than those two weeks after 9 11. oh i, man. I wanted to go home so badly and i oh couldn't travel i was stuck in alabama two thousand miles from my house going i just want to go home because i knew people on that plane people I went to high school with were on the plane from boston they went they went at it went down at the pentagon they went down oh man yeah, yeah. that was uh, i'll never forget that i woke up i was living in phoenix and I was supposed to take somebody to the airport to fly back to Pittsburgh and uh, a coworker of mine. And I got up and I thought I heard the TV. I turned the TV on and I was getting a shower. And I was like, this is a terrible bit. Like, what are they talking about? Like a plane is flying into the World Trade Center. What is that? I got out of the shower and watched the second plane fly in. And on I called my buddy show? and said, on the day? you're not going anywhere. <laughs> we're on the, we're watching the Today Show? Yeah. Everybody was. It was, uh, yeah. it was when Today Show owned everything. That's where I saw it. It was on the Today Show. And yeah. I, remember the DOS Matrix printers? Remember yes. those printers that had the, had the little dots on the end? Yes. So I, ne I could never feed those damn things. Sucked. Was, was a, the the, the news director walked into my studio and handed me one of those white pieces of paper with one sentence that said, a small plane has gone into the World Trade Center. That was oh, the wow. first, that was the first thing. And it was like, and you put it on the TV and you're like, wait, that doesn't look like a small plane, like that's a small right. plane. Oh. Like that's a, that's a, the whole thing's on fire. Like what are we, yeah. what, a small plane. Oh. And then the second one went in and you went, no. And then the Pentagon went in when the Pentagon plane went down. And then the one plane in Western Pennsylvania went down in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And so Pittsburgh went down and it was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like this is, I still have PTSD from it. It's still haunts me to this day of all literally was on the phone for like 
three hours, like trying Your to phone's get work. That's good. People. Well, you know, I was just trying to get in touch with people like, yeah. Hey, cause I know a lot of, I mean, I know a lot of people that worked there, lived in New York city and did all this stuff like, Hey man, where well, are you? Are you good? You worked what, at CG. I mean, what was that like to go to work at Cantor Fitzgerald? Oh, it was a big deal every year on September 11th. There was Those of you don't thing. know, Cantor lost half their company on the top yeah. of the World Trade Center. It was on top. Yeah. So like Liam Matis was like a big part of keeping everything somewhat afloat. They, you know, they moved all operations to England and Lee was there. And then that was the guy that came and started the book. And it was always a special, um, you know, memory commemorative thing. And, and, you know, we, we all wore uh, pins. They, they gave us pins to wear every September 11th when we were wow. in the book and stuff. And there was, there was a lot of stuff that went on back in New York. I mean, we were just a division of them, but it was, uh, it was really, you know, to listen to people talk about it that were there or lost so many people. Um, it was, it was more gut wrenching than actually, you know, doing it's, it, you thought about all that stuff. I'll never forget those two weeks after just watching all those videos and people putting up pictures of people looking for people. It was, you talk about, I mean, we were talking about mental health yesterday. There was a lot of people, not in a lot of good place for those two weeks. It was, I, I, I literally for three days, we didn't leave the house. Yeah. I wasn't, I was a oh mess. I was like, to this, to this day, I, I have PTSD from, from it. Like when I, when I talk about it, I get emotional because of just what, the thoughts, the imagery, the people. I mean, I just think about the dads who jumped off the, the top of the building. Oh, they couldn't handle it anymore. And they just jumped. Like, I can't, like, I just can't figure that out. Like, hey, oh. like what going through your mind, you're, you know, a hundred thousand feet up, whatever the hell it was, you're jumping off top of, a, you know, a building. Yeah, it was, it was. Uh, and then the Diamondbacks ended up playing the Yankees in a World Series that you know october and i went to game seven i tried wow it was was unbelievable it was it was unbelievable i tried to go to game one couldn't get tickets outside i was hustling trying to do that but that's when sports really like (laughs) it was it saved people i mean like me just to get back into something like that playoff run from the Diamondbacks, the games against the Yankees, all the, you know, uh, young Hunt Kim giving up the home runs oh, to Tito Martinez and Derek Jeter oh, and all that I haven't stuff. thought about Kim in a long time. Oh, that, man. That I've, sidearm delivery. Oh, just yeah. couldn't get anybody wow. out. The, the, the home runs at Yankee Stadium, Bush throwing out the first pitch. I mean, it was just, it gives me goosebumps now thinking about it. And I was at game seven. I went myself. I, wow. I, I tried to get my brother-in-law to go and my sister, I don't know if she put her foot down or not. We still can't get the story, but I was like, I'll buy the tickets. Let's go. It was still and scary. Then, I mean, the idea of going, I remember the, I remember the first yeah. time I went to a football game afterwards uh, for, I was covering, um, I was after nine 11. So it was 2001. I was in Bryant Denny stadium that, that the three weeks later, I think it was. After or four weeks later or whatever. They canceled everything the following that week. And then I think we went back two weeks. Yeah. I remember I spent the entire, I'm not kidding. I spent the entire game watching the skyline because to me it was, what are you going to do? Drive a plane into a football stadium. You want to take take out people? Yeah. You got 60,000, 70,000, 100,000 college football fans in one stadium. 
drive a plane in, right into the stadium and you're going to take out yeah. more than they took out on 9-11. I, yeah. I, spent, I was up high in the press box at Bryant Denny Stadium. I spent the entire game. I wasn't watching the game. I was watching the sky going like, what is going on? And I was petrified yeah. from that. But remember after 9-11, remember how the country came together? Remember how oh, like, it was you, amazing. Remember how unified we all were? Like we weren't splintered. We all were Americans and like we we all like everything was America. I'm, like I don't want another 9-11 to happen, obviously, because the why is not what I want, but it is disappointing that where we are here today in 2022, oh. 20 years later, 21 oh. years later, that we could not be the we're the polar opposite of what we were 20 years ago as a country. And there was a poll that came out the other day that that said that they that like I think it's like one in, it's like six in ten people said they wouldn't be friends with somebody based on their political beliefs. I was like, wow, six in ten. I was like, people, really? Like, Come on, man, that sucks. Like, I, wow. I I know that there are some really radical left wing and really radical right wing people, but like, I think the vast majority of people, like eight out of ten people, can come to some level of common ground to have a conversation that we actually can agree on some things that are going on in our country. Six and ten are like, nah, man, you're this way. I can't stand you. I, I can't be around you. I don't get it. That sucks. That really I really is unfortunate. We, we, yeah. we do need to come together. Anyways, let's talk football here because yes. it's football season. So we football is back. In the book, my first question to you is, in the book, yes. when training camps open up, yes. is there an uptick in betting on football? No. Wow. Not at all. Not at all. No. Not even a little? No. Huh. Not at all. It's it's a lot of hype, a lot, a lot of talk about nothing, and it's a lot of nothing action. <laughs> I mean, the lines have been up. The full NFL season has been up in a lot of places for months. Yeah. Literally put it up in May, sometimes in April. When was the draft? A lot of, a lot of books went it. Yeah, a lot of books even advanced that and did it in April because there were people here, and they said, oh, we'll put up the lines. So I think you see more then. The ramp up the week before the preseason game, especially the Hall of Fame game, you can't even imagine how much that's this week, Dave. It's next week. Hall of Fame game. You said the week before the Hall of Fame game. That's the this week, week of the week of the week. Okay, oh, the week of. <laughs> the, week the week of the week before the Hall of Fame game is right now. The week of August fourth, Raiders Jacksonville. A yes. week from Thursday is the first preseason football game. Yeah. So Monday next week, you'll start to get the tricklers come in and okay. all this stuff. Um, obviously, uh, all the rhombuses and the parallelograms, if there's somebody gets injured right away, you, you, mm. you, you get hammered on futures and all that other stuff. Like everybody's watching camp for that information that, you know, so-and-so is not going to start. So-and-so is not going to play and they can usually it's an under bet. Nobody's looking to bet over season wins right now. They got to get more information. So right. it is what it is. Um, it's the nature of the beast. It's what we do. It's football. And um, it's here. I can't believe it. <laughs> Thank goodness football is back. Come you know, on. you know who's back? You know who's back? The two-time reigning MVP. Yeah, he is. Today showed up. Yeah. I don't know who told him or he just naturally did this. Yeah. But the fact that he showed up looking like Nicolas Cage. Oh yeah. Today. Unbelievable. 
Aaron Rodgers today. If you guys haven't seen this outfit, the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers shows up in. I mean, can we call? I, mean, I guess we can't call it a wife beater anymore, right? That's really un, not not appropriate. Whatever, <laughs> what, what, we, that's what it used to be called. That was the, when I was growing up. That's what we called this. I mean, this is literally this is Nicolas Cage in Con Air. This, 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 like this. Look at look at the, look at the outfit. It's 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 amazing. I I mean, he's playing the role perfectly. I mean, I root for Green Bay. I just want to see more of this. Like just this <laughs> is the way Rogers. <laughs> this is the way you go out. I like think the only thing that would be funnier is if he actually showed up with Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah, right. And him coming on oh. him with him, right? <laughs> Put his arm around him. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, Nick Cage lives here in Vegas. He does. Hair's not does. long anymore. He does. His hair's not long anymore, but. I mean, remember when Rogers said that he was growing his hair out for a Halloween costume? Remember that bullshit? Yeah. They were like, hey, why are you growing your hair out? He's like, oh, it's a Halloween costume. Now, he did go as um, Keanu Reeves, uh, his new franchise where he he's the he kills everybody. Um, Matrix? No, that, that's old. The, the new one. The, the chat, help me out. You guys can tell me what it is. Keanu the, Reeves? It's, it's his new guy dress all them just all them black and he goes and kills everyone they're, they're just shooting the fifth one right now or the fourth one right now but like he said he and he went as him for halloween but he never cut the hair he kept the man bun i mean can you blame him it looks phenomenal <laughs> i mean can i don't have blame? enough hair to, i don't have enough hair to pull it off so but it's, that it's, would be i mean you know <laughs> I did back in the day. I would kill for that. I, I might get a wig that looks like that just because like, oh, that's amazing. God. That's I mean, fantastic. It's if he's going on the Aaron Rodgers scorched earth tour, this could be a fun year. He hasn't been already. What the hell are you talking about? The well, two I mean, with Pat is amazing. It is, but it's been a lot of COVID stuff. It was a lot. I mean, there's a lot of conversations where he hasn't done it. Like he hasn't come to people in the field. It's been a lot of things off the field that he has said about media members and people's comments True. about him. If he's going in saying like, I'm going to torch these, you know, cornerbacks or whomever, John Wick. Thank you. SoCal DJ. Oh, John Wick, the John Wick franchise. Gosh. Appreciate that. But yes, that is, he looks like he, he was going to go as John Wick. He went as John Wick and then did not cut the hair. He's, he's now kept it. And now he's single or he's dating two women at the same time or something like that. Like he had some, he's having a good time right now. Aaron Rodgers, angry Aaron, I'm here for, if this is what we're going to get out of Aaron Rodgers. So, Cal, I'm looking at the chat now. John Wick, thank you. Mm -hmm. Man, oh, man. He sent me a DM, so he, he went. All right. I got the little, the chat little buzz me. notification to tell me that it was John Wick. Good. I like John Wick 1. I like John Wick 2. Haven't seen John Wick 3. They're still going with John Wick I haven't 4. seen any John Wicks. You might like it. I could see you liking those movies. Yeah, yeah. high action. Keanu Reeves plays the same character all the time, but he, you know, it's a good movie. Like things Johnny, blowing up. Johnny Utah. I, I Keanu Reeves, Johnny Utah to me. He plays that same character. Either he's serious or he's dumb. He's either Bill and Ted's excellent adventure or he's blow him up serious guy. Oh my. Really? Yeah, that's all he is. I mean, he's good. He's got a great actor. I met Keanu Reeves in Boston when I was 19 years old as a intern at WFNX when he was playing with his band dog star, which yes, Keanu Reeves was once the front man for a band called dog star. And, and he, he sang. Oh yeah. He sang. And he couldn't have been a bigger prick to everyone. 
but he really? took pictures. He took pictures. I, I have, I'll show you when he came over one day. It's, I have a picture hanging oh. on my wall with, with, with me and Keanu Reeves, but he looks like he wanted to kill everyone. He looked like John Wick. Like, do not Ew. want to take this picture. Hey, can I take a picture? Yup. Took it. Yup. Like he just, he, everyone took oh, pictures of him and there, nobody cared. He was in a bad mood. Nobody cared that he didn't want to do it. He just did it. He was like, fine. Yup. Go take it. Yup. Now go. <laughs> it was really, it was really funny. And like, I was like, I don't, I don't know what this is. Like, should we be happy that you're taking a picture or be mad that you're really not happy about having to take the picture? Like you don't want oh. to be standing next to me, but you are. So here we are taking pictures. So yeah, that's one of those deals. All right. Kyler Murray has a new deal, Dave. And there's a clause that everyone's losing their damn minds over. Man, oh man. Kyler Murray, according to the new contract, <laughs> must film study for four hours a day. <laughs> if he doesn't, he doesn't make as much money. Uh, this seems a little odd, does it not? Apparently. Oh, four, sorry, so four hours a week. Sorry, four hours four, a, four a, hours a, a week. day. Sorry, four hours a week of film study for $230 million to get the full max contract. He must be studying film. This is like asking you or me to like look at a board, right? Like, hey, to get your pay, you must be looking at a sports betting board and studying it. Like, isn't that quarterback's job? To yeah, watch but, but apparently he must not really like doing it, one, and he must not be very good at doing it, too. So we had to put it in the contract. Hey, Give him all this money. Just make sure that you put in there that he don't get it if he don't watch the film. Mike, do you think the coach had something to do with this? Because who would know? Who would really know if Kyler Murray was not watching film? <laughs> it would be Kingsbury, right? I mean, he have, would be the one. They on, would, on, they would on, go to the GM on. and say, have, have you not watched the games? I think everybody knows he's not watching the film. I don't know. I mean, you could assume that, but to know it and put it into a contract, you'd have to have some real evidence that he's not doing it. Otherwise, you'd be like, I watch 10 hours of film a week. What are you talking about? Like only it you put it in the contract if you know for a fact that he's not doing it. You yeah, I would probably say that. <laughs> so if you favorite, know for a but fact somebody knows offensive coordinator. Kingsbury is the offensive coordinator. I can't wait to watch this, how this unfolds. Because if you do it, like, do you think Tom Brady ever had a you must watch four hours of film a week clause? You have to tell Tom that. Right. That's what Aaron Rodgers. Hey, Aaron, you got to watch film for your job. It's just understood that it comes with the job. This is part of the problem of not having a mentor or someone to learn under when you just get drafted and you get thrown the job and you have a guy who's doing the job as well for the first time above you coaching and going, all right, Kyler, you watching a film? Yeah, coach, I got it. Okay. You know, and he's trying to keep his head above water. Kids probably always not watching a film. So you put it in the contract. It seems absurd, but I get it. It just, how bad can this go? Bad. If, <laughs> bad. Go this can go bad. This can go real bad, real fast. This can be because every fan now knows. Right. That's the problem. He throws a pick. Hey, Kyler, go watch more film, man. What oh. are you doing? Like, it's every fan now knows that there is a, 
an issue with yeah. Kyler Murray watching. And it would make sense, right? Because Kyler Murray played two sports. He was very good at baseball, very good at football. He went to a school that basically let him do whatever he wanted to do. Okay. Run around and make plays. And the NFL is a different level, different film study, different dedication. And he's like, I'm just an athlete. I do my thing. I make plays. It's what I do. The Hail Murray. That's what I do. And the wow. team's like, yeah, but the teams that we're facing or have figured you out when you play the same team two times a year, they figured you out. You need to get off doing X, Y, and Z. And if you don't, we're going to struggle offensively. And he's like, I don't need to. I'm Kyler Murray. <laughs> and now they're like, okay, you want $230 million? You got to watch film. I think, I mean, like, don't you think at some level, at some point, when you give the money like that, I mean, the money's absurd. You can't even relate to it. It's not even relatable to regular people anymore. And it hasn't been for years. But the it's an out clause. Like, hey, if you don't watch the film, you don't get the money. So now you take away all of the objections, but at the same time, I always try to look at it from the other side. That's what we do every day. You know, when we look at the games, when we, you know, you're in the book, you look at every side. Mm -hmm. Why would they put this in there? Because they know he's not doing it. It's the only, it's the only reason why you put it in. You don't put it in for any other reason other than, you know, he's not doing it. And if he doesn't do it, he don't get the money. And you're right about the out clause. It's actually, it's like a legal thing, right? It's, right. If you would go and say, I mean, like, how does he document watching film? Does he have to That's go my in? next question does to you. Does he have to go in and like write it down and say, I was here from 5.30 p.m. to 6.25 p.m. watching film on Tuesday afternoon. Like, how do you keep track of that? Because then legally you need you would need that, that uh, trail of paper trail for to be able to go back and you could say, well, look, he didn't watch film. <laughs> he didn't. And right. so your honor, we we're going to avoid the contract because he did not fulfill the full breadth of the deal. It's, it's, that's why it's, that's another reason why it's in there. Why his agent said yes it. to it. That's the other thing. Well, well I mean, he told the age, the agent said, listen, they want you to put this clause in there. Did you got to watch the film four hours a week? Well, I already do that. Well, now you have to, or you don't get paid. Do you understand that? Yeah. But I mean, agents aren't the best people either. There's, there's agents that listen. I mean, we're, you know, yeah. we've forgotten about Freddie Freeman's agent, not telling him that the Braves had the same money. You could have well, stayed. Uh, but he, I mean, I, I'm, I'm watching that case. He is suing Doug Gottlieb for that report. So that's going to be agent fun. is. Mm. Of course yeah. he is. He's, well, if he can prove that, that, that the Doug Gottlieb, you know, reported that incorrectly, Doug Gottlieb's going to be dipping into his pocket pretty deep to go pay that off. Ooh. You essentially ruined that guy's business. If it's true, he's yeah. done. Who's yeah. gonna, who's he gonna, who's how's he get another job? Another so, another client? Yeah. Never. If it's true, and he, there's documentation, or you have Freddie, you know, a text from Freddie Freeman or something saying like this happened. Oh boy, yeah, big trouble. That, that agent's in big trouble. But if you're wrong about that report. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's going right. to be Then you're in trouble. Then you're like in trouble. How can Doug Gottlieb be ever taken seriously again? Yeah, it's going to be situation, you're right? going to be yeah. Well, not not ever seriously, but he's going to be paying. He's going to have to figure out a way to, you know, he's going to lean on his contracts and be paying that guy for a long time based upon what, you know, if if a judge comes down on that, but yeah, we'll see how that goes, but it, it definitely that guy's business was definitely in, injured by that. But you're right. We we've forgotten about Freddie Freeman, you know, agents aren't always doing what's in the best interest 
of their client. I can't wait to see how this goes. This has, I, 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 I we'll talk to props Arizona. We'll, we'll talk to Doug and, and Sean a little bit about this as the season goes on about the relationship between the two. Cause I could see Murray and Kingsbury not getting along this year. Oh, I don't, I mean, they need each other. Of course. There's a lot riding in Arizona on, on this. It was the number one pick overall. Yeah. There's this is, this is like, all right, now you can stop talking about the money. Yeah. You can stop talking about not getting the respect. You can stop. All of it is gone. Now you have to prove it. And the defending yeah. champs are in your division. Yeah, the I mean, defending Super Bowl champs. Right. Yes. I mean, you have the Rams and you have Seattle's down, obviously, but you've got a really difficult, you know, six games in your division that you have to go out there and prove yourself. And I'm not so positive. Or, you know, I guess four games, but like I, I, I don't. They should beat Seattle twice, but you know, they, them going up there, they've had tough times before beating Seattle and Seattle and. Wow, man, this is a this is going to be fascinating. This this the entire NFL year, the world's going to be watching Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury and how they interact with each other. Is it as easy as like the boys in the chat are saying? Like they're just going to start out good and then go bad again? Like that's been the script now. Is it for is eight it that easy? years for Kingsbury going back to Texas Tech? September on fire, October, the talk of the town, November, they throw up all over themselves and December, they suck. I mean, it's crazy. It's literally every single year for Cliff Kingsbury. That playoff game against the Rams was one of the best bets. Like that was just so, felt so easy and was ugly, but it was a win. It was just like it was Arizona never really had a right. shot in that nope. game. I mean, it's weird too, because you look at King Kingsbury and you look at, he must be the biggest prick ever because they just tune him out. Like they must love him in September. They love him in October. They're able to deal with it. They do what he says. And then he must just grind on his team. They must just start to go by like Halloween. They must just be going like, fuck this guy. I want no part of you. I'm not doing this anymore. I don't even know if it's as much that as it is. You figure it out like the adjustments made to them. And so what he, he spends doing. the whole summer doing something new and then teams just figure it out. So why can't you do something different in November and December then? That's the genius of NFL coaching. That's why you see games that. And again, I hate to just give you team credit because you take it and run with it. But Belichick <laughs> will have one of these games where he'll hand the ball off 38 times. Just to put it in the next opponent's head, huh, they're running the ball now every time. You know, he'll pick one guy to feature in mm. November in a game, mm. and he'll give him 12 receptions. And you're like, wait a second, this guy caught 12 passes all year. He's got 12 catches. Why is nobody covering him? Like, that's the genius of the coaching. And that's, I mean, that's it's a metaphor for the book, too. You have to adjust your betting. You have it figured out in September. That's when you win. And then as the game goes on in October, November, December, it's hard. Look at baseball season. It's July. It's hard as shit right now. Mm. Yes. Like the adjustment thing is what separates the, you know, the winners and the losers. And your guy up there in New England's really one of the best ever at it. We'll get to Bill here in just one second. And I know. Bill said, but the mayor of Chicago is proposing why to dome 
Soldier Field. The renderings are actually pretty cool, though. <laughs> I mean, they're actually pretty cool. How would you feel about the existing Soldier Field being turned into a dome stadium in Chicago? I mean, it won't affect me one second. So I, I mean, but from a football, from a football fan standpoint, from a gambler standpoint, it affects me. I don't want the football in the domes. Nor do I. <laughs> I don't want it in the domes. Like, I mean, we got a lot of people that watch the show in Chicago and other Bears fans and stuff. Put it in the chat. Hit the like button on the show. Tell us in the Discord channel, betprep.com slash chat. Like, nobody likes this, P. Ralt, do they? Well, if you're going to bring a Super Bowl to Chicago, there are some people who would like it. <laughs> if you're going to bring a Super Bowl without the Bears to Chicago, you mean? Well, I mean, the, the, the plan of this is we want to have soccer events. We want to have major concerts and tours and events and, oh, yeah, Super Bowls to come to Chicago. And there's nowhere to play it. So we're going to dome Soldier Field to get it. Oh, yeah. I mean, like going to the Super Bowl in LA last year was a really cool experience. And I'm beyond thankful that I got to do it after having been banished to the books for, for my whole life and experience in Super Bowl in Vegas, which is great, by the way. And it's going to be here. The game is going to be here, not this year, but next year. I mean, Aaron, it, just sidebar it's, on that. Can you imagine that we, we have Arizona Vegas and back to back Super Bowls next two years? Unbelievable. It's really dumb. <laughs> like we've got we've got it a, a half an hour from us and three and a half hours from us. It's amazing. So sorry, continue. Sorry. There was cool. a Super Bowl in Minnesota. Stupid. There was a Super Bowl in Detroit. Stupid. They ain't been back since. They still got the dumb. Yeah, and, and it was dumb enough. They went to freaking New York. They played outside in, in New Jersey, the Meadowlands. They did it there. Um talked about getting a bag. I'm in New York in a bag. Jesus, that was horrible. So, right. Like, I don't know if it's good for the long term to just get a Super Bowl to come to Chicago. Like, no, it, no, it's not one event, but it's a big event, obviously. But they're looking at everything. I know, I they know, get missed. But- they get passed by. Essentially, once you get to October 1st, Illinois and Chicago is crossed off. We're not going there. We're not playing soccer matches there. We're not playing anything. We're not doing anything. We're just we're cross it off. We're not going there. Right. So they want the ability to say, no, you can still come here. I mean, it, it is the reverse of us, right? I mean, here in Nevada, if you built a football stadium, going to Sam Boyd Stadium to watch UNLV was a damn, you know, you could fry bacon on yourself. You were so hot. So we know it's just reverse. So you had to build a dome in Nevada, in Las Vegas, because you wanted to have you know, 365, 12 months out of the year events. Right. So they're doing the same thing that we did, except ours is brand new and theirs is old and they're known for their freezing cold football. We're known for our heat. I don't like it. I don't, I mean, it's, it's fine if they do it and it's just, it makes, and then they do it and then they want to build an outdoor stadium in 10 years or 20 years. Like, like, I don't know. I mean, Justin Fields wants this. Justin Fields wants this. If you're the quarterback of the Bears, you're like, hell to the yeah. Dome this damn stadium up. Let's go and play offensive football like he was accustomed to and used to. And he played really well at Ohio State in domes. Would you want a dome 
for your Patriots? Hell no. I mean, I just it's couldn't imagine. It's one Pittsburgh of the biggest advantages playing. the Patriots have always had. Is that I would never want a dome in Pittsburgh. I don't. No. They don't need a Super Bowl. I just I'll win I win a Super Bowl. Look, I don't need I, to have you I'm all on come record. Here. We'll go where? north of the Mason Dixon line. You're out. You don't get a Super Bowl. That's it. No one north. It's, Seattle, right. San Francisco, Detroit, Chicago, Philly, New York, Boston. You're out. Sorry. Super Bowls are meant to be fun and warm in cool towns. It ain't Chicago. Sorry. Oh, boy. Now you The truth. Why would you want to play a championship game in bad weather? In cold? I mean, the only retort, the only retort you can give me that I listened to is that they gave Dallas a Super Bowl and an ice storm hit and the entire city was shut down. Right? (laughs) So that's the only retort you can give me is that, well, they gave it to Dallas and they couldn't do anything because an ice storm locked everybody in. For four days. And didn't it happen at pretty bad in Atlanta once too? There was a Super Bowl in Atlanta and they had ice, ice and yeah. The but problem I mean, down, down there is when that turns cold, I don't know the games do. in February, you you risk the weather in a lot of places. Getting around becomes a problem. And I mean, nobody wants to go and freeze their ass off when they go to the Super Bowl. So it should just I, I've always said this. It should be a rotation of Miami, Houston, Arizona, Vegas, and LA. That's it. Every five years, you just move the five or New Orleans. I, I would say New Orleans too. Six, six towns go to New Orleans. San Francisco can't get it. No. Oh, no. Not interested. Atlanta out. Uh, okay, Atlanta. I'll include Atlanta. Yeah, domes. So that's fine. But that's it. So seven. Those seven cities. Just rotate that, and that's it. And you're done. Man. Owners would never allow that, obviously, because those seven owners would be ecstatic because their building makes a ton of money. Right. But they but they revenue share anyway. And, you know, Tampa won't allow Miami to just have it. They got to have it. There's been some. Yeah, in I like Tampa. I don't love everything I've heard about that building. It's like, eh, it's, it's OK. It's not it's not great, but fine. You want to put those eight cities in there. That's fine. But Philly, Boston, Chicago, New York, Seattle, San Francisco, Kansas City. Denver. Sorry, guys. Out. You're not getting it. I mean, they should just give us the Pro Bowl. That might be permanently here in Vegas. I mean, everybody, I mean, people would come. People would actually be here. They actually would be a part of it. Right. We have have the dome and they'd be excited about it. So let them come here and be a part of it here. So it's a whole nother discussion. That Pro Bowl may just have to go away, period. It's a really bad deal. Uh, One more football thing. And this is music to my ears. And I told you my boy is coming for the NFL. Belichick never praises. Never. Bill Belichick today at his press conference said he has seen, quote, dramatic improvement from my boy, Mac Jones. Oh, dramatic improvement. What do you want me to say? <laughs> what the hell is he supposed to say? The kids really regressed. He's oh, been, we're going to struggle know. this year. He's whoa, whoa, whoa. Belichick does not keep praise on people. He says things pretty he's close old to now. He's got a DC. He's catching up with the times. He understands he can't bad rep. This is not Tom Brady's dealing with his second year kid. He needs to boost him up. He's seen dramatic improvement. Plus, he tells the truth. I mean, like, listen, he's not blowing smoke. I believe him. 
I mean, I've always believed them. Yes, I is- believe this because the teammates before have all said this in the Boston media that Mac, his girlfriend, put him on a strict diet. She made him all his food all off season, and that the baby fat's gone. Can that I hire her? I, I need, I need <laughs> just don't watch a show, but we're going to take care of that. That's what, <laughs> she, she, she put her foot down and he, and he, and he, well, he not, abided put, by this? not, not, not that the foot down it's in us. People in new England have made the similar comparison to like when, when Giselle got into Brady's life, Giselle essentially said to him, you eat like shit. You don't sleep. You don't take care of your body. And do you want to play this game for a long time? Yes or no? Because her very clean living is what Tom adopted. So in this situation, it's not that his girlfriend's like Giselle, but she recognized that if you're going to be in the league for a long time, you can't eat pizza at 1030 at night on a Tuesday. Like you just can't do that. You got to take this seriously. So because he's now away from Alabama and now just with her and now having the money to spend whatever he needs to get, he's leaned up, he's bulked up and his teammates are like, all right, like he's not a kid anymore. Like he's taking this real for real. Here we go. You're still on this season wins over, huh? Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I'm not done with the Mac Jones MVP talk. I'm not oh, done. Like, the, the, like, this dude could be an absolute sleeper for that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change hats on this one, right? <laughs> this this I, message is not endorsed <laughs> by both parties of the BVB. Only one of them, but the hats are. People, if you like the hats, yes. get the hats. Is that the new one? Is that the new lid? No, uh, this is the OG oh. original mm. colors, all black. Where, where's the where, Where's the one from yesterday? The one that you that one's sweet. Yeah. By the um, way, I, I have people now in my DMs saying, "I'm coming to Vegas. Where do I go to buy the hats that Dave wears?" Straight up. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's a I'm lids. It's a lids in town. He's like, yeah, just direct me where I need to go, and I'm I'm gonna go there in order. <laughs> Polsky's watching the show. Will's watching the show. Corbin, I don't know if Corbin's watching it right now, but Will and Will and uh, and Polsky, the boys down at the the circus store, they watch the show every day. They do these parlays and stuff. They had I was down there on Sunday. They both Will had three out of four and three out of four. He said, "I think Matt's right about betting baseball. It's really getting aggravating. Just don't put it in the chat. <laughs> don't tell him he's right, please." It's so so frustrating. I don't know, man. This is good news. This is this is good. I still don't think they're going to win a division. I don't even know if they're going to win ten games. But oh, at least happening. you got a quarterback. And and ten and, games happening. Division probably not. Bills might run away and hide. Bills could be thirteen and four. Ooh. yeah, it's possible. I mean, I'm not. I don't think they win the Super Bowl, but regular season Bills, I could oh. see it. Jadavius White not being healthy, I think, is a bigger story than people are talking about for Buffalo's defense. So I think they're going to get scored on again, and I don't think it stop anybody. But I think Patrick Mahomes is coming back down to earth a little bit, and I think the offense, I think people are just expecting Tariq Hill to be replaced really easily. I don't know if that's going to happen. So I think the the league is the the normal, you know, Teams that we expect to be very good have dropped down a little bit. Bills, this may be their time, not to win at all, but to get the one seed and to kind of dominate during the round. Yeah, I mean, everyone's on like everyone's in love with them. It's it's an insane. It, it's too much betting. Betting Twitter is too much involved with the Buffalo Bills right now. Betting Twitter is too much involved with a lot of shit right now. That that's up near the top of the list for sure. I mean, it's 
you go, we went through the schedule. You can go watch that on, you know, on the YouTube channel. I don't know how they don't win 12 games. Right. It's 12. 12 right. is the number. And it could be 13. I mean, they could go 13 and four. I could, I could definitely see them going 13 and four. Right. I don't, I think they're going to have problems in the playoffs, but you know, you made the point and it's accurate that, okay, so they're 13 and four. They're the one seed you're going through Buffalo. So instead of playing that game last year at Kansas city, that game will be played in Buffalo. Different story. Could be. New overtime rules for you too. So like they should be. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> gets a chance. Why not? Should be, should be everyone gets the ball. Should be. This Everybody the, gets a chance. Why do we, I, I mean, to be honest, I don't like that because I don't like the fact that much like baseball changes the rules in extra innings. Why are we changing the rules in the playoffs? Like football's football. A don't, great question. Don't change the rules. Cause we get to the playoffs. It's like deciding a strike in the bottom of the ninth is a different call than at the top of the first. No, it's not strikes a strike. Don't tell me, well, it's a close game now. So I got to call the strike zone differently. No, you don't. That's ridiculous. Strike is a strike. Foul is a foul. Rules are the rules. Why the hell are we changing? We get to the postseason. Up oh, new rules. Why? Well, it's more important now. Well, what the week two game wasn't important. If I had lost that no. game, I wouldn't be in the playoffs. <laughs> what the hell is this? What does it matter? It's it's I hate that. Like, what do we, we we play the game by the rules? Then we go determine. Like, we don't change the rules based upon uh-huh. the time we're playing the game. Time and score should not impact a call and when the game's being played should not impact the rules. It shouldn't be hard. Like this should be very yeah. basic shit that we're talking about, but we keep on fucking around with this and it's driving me crazy. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Stop. This is, this is not needed. Well, TV ratings, Matt, you know, playoffs are People got really mad at that when, you know, both teams didn't touch the ball. They got really mad about that. Yeah. And I agreed with it. I agreed that both teams should touch the football, but they shut the ball during the regular season too. Yeah. Uh. What do our 11, 11 14 for the chat. That was a two game parlay by P. Yeah. Ralph. That was but, good. I, I mean, think about this like in gambling, when we bet on a playoff game, we don't yep. win more money because it's a playoff game. You bet more because it's a playoff game. You could, but I don't, but you could. A lot and of people do make that could. same mistake. It's just another game. It's another game. Another game. So, why are we changing the rules? <laughs> like if NFL, if it's all about betting and we're all about, you know, taking bet books, money and blah, blah, blah. Like no one's going to come in and be like, Hey guys, it's just another game. Like, what are we doing? Like more money gets bet on the super bowl. Cause more people get involved with it. But you know, in a playoff game, what's up with this? Like, why are we changing the rules? I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Not me. at all. I, I don't get it. All right. Let's talk some baseball here. Yankees met subway series begins today. Exciting. First, isn't it? Yeah, it's super exciting. I'm jumping up and down. I can't, I can't contain my excitement. It's so fun. They're both in first place. Yippee. Yeah, Yankees, are Boston, than, Yankees are a better team than the Mets. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. This is why my, my, my Bostonian <laughs> comes out hardcore. Like, yes. This is like, which team do I want to win? Start dropping your R's and shit. Can they nobody both? Cares, just, nobody cares about the Yankees. Yeah. Give me something. God, you have some type of... <laughs> You know, I don't know, some type of like rain that won't stop and they can't play any of these games again. Just, you know, they're not allowed to play anymore. I'll have to watch the Yankees and the Mets play. Walker Montgomery going today. Who do you like? Steam came on the Yankees. The pound of the Yankees. It's already minus one. It's minus 120 offshore. It's minus Mm -hmm. 110 in, in Vegas. It's up to 112, 114. It's all over the place. Mm hmm. 
I like the Mets against Montgomery. You do. I do. I like the dog. And I like the under. Oh, I'm the, I, I I have not bet it. We'll get the better to book it. Oh boy. Totals yeah. Tuesday. He's got the over. It's gracious. So we'll see. Well, I don't know. I think I think it's tough to bet under for the Yankees against the Mets. Yeah. It's tough. They 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 tend to get this is this is when you get that playoff type atmosphere. And yeah, pitching performances may go up. I just don't trust either pitcher to be really locked down. Yeah. Uh, this is I think we make this a bigger deal than the players and stuff do. Like this will be talked about all day. I'll get the MLB network. Uh, New York cares. This. this this matters in New York. This there's a jump to this game. In New York. Is this a World Series preview? That's what I mean. It, there's a jump oh. to it. Like, there's a jump to it. People in New you York. have to hear that shit all day. Mets, two fa- days. Mets fans start to, to bang their chest. This is when they start to get, like, in particular, if they win today. They win the first game. You're going to hear it a lot tomorrow in the rest of the game. And then game three, you're here. Because Mets fans generally are, you know, stepped on and made fun of by Yankee fans. So... Now they got a team, and they'll say, "Wait till the Grom comes back." Wait, Jordan just said Jordan Goroff, one of our PVP yeah. brigade members, just said that Stanton just got placed on the ten-day injured list. Oh, darn it! Interesting. For what? Man, oh man, who knows? What the hell? Guy can't stay healthy. Looks like Adonis hits the ball like Hercules. Can't stay healthy. Oh man. Let me see. As I'm looking, I'm wow. trying to see this on um uh yeah, wow. Okay, so it's my my Twitter feed's going too fast. I just saw a quick report on it that looks like it is gonna happen. That yeah, he is gonna be out. Jeez, 10 days, 10 games. But you that's the worry, right? Is that he gets hurt and then it's long term. I it's guess not, it's it's not short. It's it's something that like they put him on 10 day, but it could be something. Did he get hurt in the all-star game? Tendinitis. Achilles. The chat is blowing up right now. I'm trying paying attention. Yeah. Tendinitis. Tendinitis. Um, Achilles. That's bad. 10 days. That's not good. Well, you have to go on for ten days. You can't. I mean, that's no. I know, but 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 it's an Achilles injury, meaning it could be longer than ten days. Just cancel all those. If anybody even thought about buying us, don't ever buy a Stanton ticket to win the MVP. Just don't Mm. do it. I mean, no matter how good he does, how many homers he hits, how far he hits them, just don't. Wow. Just to see, you can't ever buy that. Some breaking news on on the heels of your breaking news. What happened? Kyle Shanahan has just ripped off the Bill Belichick line. We have moved on to Trey Lance as the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Damn, son. That was quick. There is no competition. Trey Lance versus Justin Fields week one in Chicago is happening. Hello. Wow. How about that? Not even like, I mean, so where does... Does Garoppolo even practice Atlanta? Done deal. All his steam's coming on Atlanta. Something's going on there. I like it. I like Garoppolo to Atlanta. I I talked about that earlier. I like that. I like Garoppolo to Atlanta. Mm. I think it's a smart move. 
I mean, if I, if I was Seattle, I would also entertain it 100% and go, he ain't going in a division. By the Niners' choice or by Garoppolo's choice? Niners first and foremost. I mean, if they tell them, look, we're trading you, you know, or you can seek a trade, go work it out with them. We'll see what we can well, get. So they, they already did. His agent was right. given permission to go find a new a new team. I don't think they keep him in the division. Man, if Kyle Shanahan, look, if Trey Lance sucks. Oh, boy. Oh, man. He did not oh. look good in year one. If he does not play well in year two, the fact that they let Mac Jones go to draft Trey Lance and then they're going to trade Garoppolo. Trey Lance. How much stock do you put in the year one for these quarterbacks? Think about when we were kids. I mean, like I saw John Elway's first year. It was terrible. Peyton Manning went two and 14 in his first year. It's a different time. These guys are Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Like, Agreed. It's a different time. It's so fast, though. Like the the jump from from wherever you're at. Yep. Even SEC this or Big 12 that, Big 10 this, whatever. Go to the NFL. It's a different game. Well, and he's going nothing remember, in the first year. Also, remember what he's doing. He's not just going SEC. He's going FCS. And he didn't play more than one. He played one game. He played for the Bison for a game, a single game, <laughs> and then got drafted third overall. <laughs> How did that happen? I mean, because he just he, that he went to South Dakota State and they, they just believed that he's the next Carson Wentz. That was that that was the whole thing that was going to be, you know, he was a guy that. Was it Carson Wentz who played South Dakota State, right? Who am I thinking no. of? No. Carson Wentz, didn't he play at North Dakota? That's, that's what I'm thinking of. North Dakota State. Sorry, not South Dakota State. Sorry. Yeah. Wrong, wrong division, wrong directional. North Dakota State. And North, South. Yeah. So, like, South. they just think that they, that's what, that's, that program is, is like a tweener. It's like a quadruple A baseball team type of thing. It's like in between, you know, big time football and way better than everybody else on FCS. So, I, I don't, I mean, that that's, that's the, if you are in the Trey Lance camp, that's the excuse people have made that, wait, you can't get after this kid considering COVID took away his whole year. He didn't want to, you know, he knew he was going to be a top five pick in the draft and everyone loves his athletic ability and his arm strength and everything else. But Shanahan has tied himself directly to that kid. Oh, it's a lot to ask. I mean, there's going to be a lot of, I mean, my first thought is San Francisco unders are going to be a popular mm. choice of me. They're going to handle it early, off. right? Bet against early. I mean, they're big number the first week, right? Week one, they're favored by by four, five, six. Hold on, on the road to Chicago against Chicago. Uh, see if that moved. See, this is when you get the. This is when you would get a bet, like you know, for week one, you'd be sitting at work, and all of a sudden they. Hammer the Bears. Like, what happened? Oh, it ain't Trey Lance a starter. <laughs> oh, it's six. It's okay. six and a half in places. That's coming down. You could bet the Bears at week one. Six and a half. Six and a half. Trey Lance is a starter. Rookie on the road. I mean, not a rookie, but like, how many? St- it's, it's a hard place to play. Wow. Zach the Hat just sent me a DM saying that the, the Seahawks are cutting Chris Carson. Oh no, sorry, he's retiring. Sorry. Oh, so even less, even less talent for the Seahawks. Jeez, they're so bad. <laughs> they're they're going to be so bad. I wouldn't want to play that team either. <laughs> I 
can't help it. Every time you say C sucks, I'm going to try to keep a straight face, but I giggle every time. I feel like a little kid that's not supposed to laugh when you say something. C sucks is actually going to stick on the show. It's everything I lose. It's the LLC sucks. It's just what they are. They're just horrible. And, These people know. are going to get so mad. They're well, still mad fine. about the Super Bowl with the yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers. They didn't get no calls. Heard about it for a year. After They're more mad about not giving the ball to, <laughs> to March. Then that happened. <laughs> they're way more mad at us than they're mad at you. They're <laughs> mad at both of us. Yeah, they, 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 Seattle hates us more than anything. God. Pete Carroll. If, if you're Pete Carroll, by the way, if you go like two in 15, do you just walk? You just say, I'm not, I can't do this. Like, I'm just, I'm done. I, I've accomplished everything I'm going to accomplish. I should just walk away. Like, why go through that rebuild? I don't, so it's two schools of thought. One is that. The other one is like, at this point, you know, like older people, when they get to a certain age, they can just say whatever they want. There's yeah. no filter. Like, there's, I mean, yeah. like, sometimes I'm out with like my mother in law. She'll say something. I'll be like, whoa, you know, and <laughs> my mom will do it every once in a while. I'm just like, man, they could just say what he's at the point now, he can do whatever he wants. Sure. And he may say, like, you know what? Sure, you guys are going to keep paying. I'm going to keep coming to coach, being the same person I am. I'm going to try to rebuild this. And if you fire me, you fire me. I don't care. Like, I mean, can you please trade that attitude? Can you trade DK Metcalf first? Can you please put him on a team that's going to be worth watching because he's an unbelievable talent, going to rot for a whole year for no reason? Geno Smith. Don't underestimate Geno. They're better off if Geno plays. Drew Locke, turnover machine. They're both bad. Come on. I'm not advocating a, a season win over. I'm just saying. Seattle unders, by the way, feel like the play. They're going to score any points. Oh, I mean, what on, what on offense are they going to do? What What is Seattle going to do in offense? What is their, their total is 41 and a half in week one? Yeah. Like against score. Denver? Right. 17-14 football game. That's the lowest total on the entire board in week one. I buy it. Denver minus five with Russ returning. You like Seattle, you said yesterday. Seattle's going to cover that spread. Oh, cover the spread. Three-point win? Okay. I cannot see them. I cannot see Seattle. Yeah, Russ wins late dramatically or they lose. They set it up perfect. Seattle wins the game. I don't know. Brady went back. Brady went back to Foxborough, won easily. I think he may go. I think Brady in New England. Russ might go back to Seattle and win easily. I'm just saying, when you're on that, that, was that easily when he went back and won? They didn't cover. I thought they did. No, no, that was that game that opened four, steamed up to six and a half. We were all like, "Oh, Tampa's going to win. Tampa's going to win. Brady's going to come back." They won late. They didn't cover. All huh. the okay. offices in the parallelograms covered. Right, so maybe three. I mean, maybe, maybe plus five. Maybe take, take the points. Take the plus five for home dog. You 100% are not taking Seattle C sucks in week one. <laughs> I already know. Please. <laughs> not at four. I mean, at five, I might. At four, I would bet on, I'd bet Denver. You know, you're going to lay four. I'd you bet ain't Denver. doing it. At five, five, I might. I might. And have to go seven for you to even consider taking the C sucks. No, because if you go to seven, I'm teasing the shit out of it. So <laughs> there's not even there's not even a question on that. I am a hundred percent that is that is not even like I'm not even blinking at that. What you was go I to, thinking? You go to six, you know exactly what I'm doing with that total. That is straight tease down automatic play. That is an auto tease for me. That's not even a question. If you get me, if you get me to six, bam. As long as I'm not crossing zero, 
I'm teasing down. Like, boy, that, that is quick and easy. That is not uh, even a blink. I just got to go find the second leg. Tell you right now, week one, Denver, if they're laying six, right down to zero. Denver money line, pick it. And then I got to go find that second for a minus 120 bet. Which, by the way, which book is going to try to be a bunch of pricks and inject that to minus 125? Because that's coming. What game? Teasing what? is going to go to minus 125. Oh, are you kidding? Six point are, teasers. I swear. I feel it. Are, it happened last year when it went to 120. Are you when, not aware of what's going on? A six there, point NFL teaser is minus 120. It's minus the market price is minus 130. No, it's minus 140 at Westgate because they want to. They, they, I, I can't stand what I, I see. Cornegan. I'm like, Jay, I don't like what you're doing with teasers. He's it's, like, what do you want? But Circa's been 120. Circa's been minus 120. That's, that's the only one that's staying at. It's okay. the only one. It's, it's right. market minus 130, minus 140. Bet MGM is minus 150. Or we don't do two team teasers. I can't do the, the hand motion I want to do right now, but it's. Oh. My grandfather getting, had my grandfather had, 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 put had the a cup little, on. Put the cup on. This yeah. is what they're doing to you with the teaser prices. Put the cup on. Bam. Right. Just, now. Like I got to lay 1.4 units to win a unit back. You got to be kidding me. And hit both. Two leg up my up my expected return. Probability goes down. Yes. <laughs> it's a fair deal, isn't it? Seems yeah, it's so fair. Yeah, great. Thanks, guys. Matthew Metcalf, I owe you a beer. Ooh, thank you. Hold that 120. Hold Probably. the line. Hold the line. Give me that what movie? Braveheart or Game of Thrones <laughs> or whatever the hell it is. Hold. 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 <laughs> Hold the minus 120. Like, just don't do minus 130, minus 140, please, for this football season. I know you're tempted to do it. Everyone's going to put pressure on you, but. Oh. I told you this. We did this in Curacao in 1997. We did six point even money teasers. Oh. <laughs> we, that breaks my heart. I guess we I get, I, it kills wrote me. so much business. We started oh. getting out to be the place to bet teasers. Six point teasers, minus, even money, six and a half minus 110, seven point teasers, minus 120. Oh my. Seven point teasers at minus 120 is unbelievable. Three team 10 point teaser minus 110. No, three team 10 point teasers were minus 120, but ties pushed. If you tie one tie, all tie. Oh. So we gave your money back because we wanted to. I'm cool playing. with that. I like that. Was a great deal. Man, I don't know. You give me 10 points. I'm not if I if I lose teasers, I'm rarely wrong by that much. Like I'm rarely wrong by 14 points. It was a different time then. There was a lot more. The NFL has gotten, I mean, the value of the two-point or the, the six-point teasers is ginormous because the game's all you know, there's so much parody and like the yep. games, there's not the blowouts that there used to be and stuff. And that's why those pleaser cards are a fun proposition. They're hard to win. Because, you know, you move the reverse, you take a six-point favorite, now you're laying 12 and a half. But they pay gigantic. Three-teamer pays 25 to one. A four-teamer pays 80 to one. Whoa. But they're 16 games. There may only be five results on the whole card that you can win. It's huh. all lose, 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 lose. That's what makes those so hard. So we'll get into that as we get closer to football season. There's a lot of different fun things to do. Like you don't like baseball betting. You don't think it's fun. The football can 
not be fun too, but there's a lot of eh, different ways to attack. Way more fun, way more things to play, bet, enjoy, better football games, more hype, excitement, better sport, <gasps> everything. What? So Cal DGen just broke news in the chat. Yeah. Dallas Keuchel has a new team. Yeah. He's on the, the Texas Rangers. No, he's at Ron Rock. Oh, no, he's not. He's going to, he's going to AAA. Oh. So he'll start at AAA. You'll see what he does there. But then he'll come up to the majors. But yes, if Dallas Keuchel makes the majors again, you bury him on the other side. It's worth it to join the chat alone uh, for that. <laughs> that one game. Send those alerts out when yeah. when when he starts. Pirates are down one nothing in the first. Not the yes. life. Yes, it's not the life. It's the life. Man, oh man. Pirates. <laughs> Whatever. Like, 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 like I made a Keuchel T-shirt and sent it to, sent it to him. <laughs> The Dallas Keuchel. <laughs> it's not the not the wife. It's the life. <laughs> You'd be like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Sorry, man. It's all right. I would have married. Oh. I would have married Kelly Nash too. Like, I get it. I, 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 I get. I get what you did. Just you chose that, and ERA went somewhere else. <laughs> Got on <a> rocket ship. <laughs> See ya. Well, there it goes. Everything went up. Oh, everything. <laughs> yup. Everything, everything went up. Everything went up. That's yes. the t-shirt right there. It's not the wife. It's the life. Everything went up. Went up. I, I like that. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Oh, everything on the back, went everything, went everything, the, went the, Keiko, the, everything went up. It's not the It's not the wife. It's the life. Everything went up. Oh, that's phenomenal. I love that. That's perfect. You got to oh. get with the t-shirt guy. Get these things printed before football. Oh, wow. very cool. All right. Um, <laughs> let's get to the Braves and the Phillies one second. The Braves were minus 185 favorites yesterday. Yeah, they were. Did they win today after losing yesterday? Uh, what's the pitching matchup? Let's go back to the baseball. Nola. Oh, boy. Really? We get Nola as a dog. Strider? Yes. Strider, too? Yes. Oh. K prop over. This is strikeout central for everybody. Yeah. yeah. A lot of K's today in this game. Do team, um, by the way, do books ever combine starting pitchers for K props? I've never seen it. They ever thought about doing that? Total K's in a game. Yeah, but that's including the bullpens, though. I mean, it's just like two oh, starters. Total so like, K's combined by the starting pitchers. Yeah. Like 10 over Pitching whatever. Creating micro bets in the business. That's pretty good. I don't think I've ever seen that, but they should. Right. I mean, because everyone's betting K props. So what if you just because it would give you the chance to if like Atani goes crazy and the guy he goes up against does nothing, Atani could cover it himself. And you I get know, better man. odds. Listen, if we see a starter K prop today in a book and the boost isn't the BVB <laughs> boost, I'm gonna be pissed. All right. I'm just telling you. And everybody listen to the show. <laughs> Be careful what you do. <laughs> if you put it out, yep. a starting pitcher K prop in a game, you better not do the Braves and the Phillies. I could just tell you that right now because that's our BVB prop today. You should put that shit out right now. Um, that's a good idea. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, that's 3 nothing Cubs. I can't wow. worry about I don't have to. I'm going to just go to lunch. I was going to watch baseball. I don't, I'm not watching anything right now. Um, whew, that's a tough game. I mean, this is like the discussion yesterday with the Royals. I don't want to pick the side in this. I just want to pick the under. It's already down to seven and a half in some places. If you guys can still find an eight, which 
it looks like it just changed. There was one eight left. It's now seven and a half across the board right now. Give me the under. Who do you like in a game sidewise? Braves to bounce back, right? Yeah. But I would I would just whatever side you pick, I'll take the opposite. Smart. Just the way you're going right now. And trying to pick a winner in this game is hard. Um, I don't have well, no edge. Literally a coin flip to me. Literally a coin flip. Literally, it's it's, it's pick them. Yeah, so it's literally a coin flip. Um <sighs> Red Sox won yesterday against the Guardians. Yeah, they're not dead yet. They're not dead. Did they win again today? Do you ride them to come back to life? This is one of those rollover things. This is where you look at the Red Sox schedule, okay, and as to what they've gone through and how tough it's been for them. They're 49 and 48, but they can't play against the AL East. They absolutely suck against them. However, they play Cleveland for four, Milwaukee for three, Houston, Kansas City, Atlanta before they see an AL East team again. They don't play a team in the AL East until August 11th. Mm. Do you do the rollover thing here and see if they can win four games in a row against the Guardians? I got to look at more. I got to look more into the pitchers. I don't even know who B. Shaw is for Cleveland today. So uh, Brian Shaw, baseball player, not basketball player, uh, 5.29 ERA. He's basically an opener. Like he's going to, He's not going to, he's going to bullpen day today. Yeah. One point. He plays one, 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 two, one, uh, one and two thirds, one inning, two inning, one, one. He's not, gosh. So he's not even going through the order a whole time. No, it's once. Uh, What about Winkowski? So he was good for the Red Sox for when he came up and started. And then he got, he's been sort of torched by the AL East. Whenever he's faced a team from the AL East, it's been really bad. Gave up six earned against the Yankees, three earned against the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. But Cubs, one earned. Cleveland at Cleveland last time faced them, five and a third, two earned. Detroit, two earned. I think Boston wins. I wouldn't bet it, but I think they win. I would lean Boston based on that. But I think if you bought, you bet Boston yesterday, I would take the winnings and roll it over to today, and just I would see what you can do with it because I think there's a chance that they run through this team. Avaldi goes tomorrow against Quantrill, and then this Ooh. this Cutter Crawford kid that Red Sox fans are suddenly getting excited about is because of his K prop eight six six and four K is last three last four. Fun watching a guy K guys though. Like yes. it's, 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 this gets fan bases excited when a guy comes up and throws gas, yep. strikes people out, walks off the mound with a little bit of swag. It's always fun. Just people should get excited about. So they that. could. I mean, Boston could sweep Cleveland. Like I could see them winning all four games against Cleveland. Can you just win today? What sure. are you worried about a sweep for? Well, I'm just saying from a betting perspective. Like if you want to try to, you know, we, we are they buyers it. or sellers? That's all I want to know. By the end, they're of the neither. Week. I think they're standing pat. They Doing announced nothing? that today. Gotta yeah. An arm. No, maybe like a bullpen. I mean, they're going to do minor. If anything, no sale, we got to go get an arm. Eh. Eh. I mean, sale. We back. He broke a finger. Are they trading Bogarts? No. I mean that Sam Kennedy said that this morning in Boston. They're not doing it. They're not talking about Bogarts or Devers to anybody. They're not talking like it's, there's no it's discussions the going on. Okay. No, he didn't say off the table. He said, they're oh. not talking. To anyone, there are no conversations going on about it. Hmm. Okay. okay, all right. So, uh, do we say goodbye to Sports Grid now, Matt? I think we do, right? 
Uh, no, you still got a few minutes because we started a little bit late. You got five minutes. Oh, okay, but late today. All right, so let's do the props.com story of the day. We're going to go into some football conversations here on this. And look, when we talk football, we talk football. This is interesting, okay? A yeah. guy, Matt LaMarca, believes that there is a slam dunk bet for who will lead the NFL in rushing this year. It coincides with the Trey Lance news. He believes that Elijah Mitchell is a slam dunk at DraftKings, which is way higher than other markets, 35 to one to lead the NFL in rushing this year. He's 14 to one at BetMGM, 25 to one in every other book. DraftKings is the market high on this. Hmm. Trey Lance under center. Mitchell coming in, averaging 18.8 attempts per game and 4.7 yards per attempt. He may up all those categories coming up here with a run-based offense with a young Trey Lance. Can you see Elijah Mitchell leading the NFL 35 to one bet to win the, to lead the NFL in rushing? I mean, it makes sense, but I would, I would oh, book it. It makes sense, but it's tough. <laughs> I wouldn't bet it. I, wouldn't I mean, it's, it. I don't, I don't trust that offense. I don't know what to make of the nine or Niners offense with Trey Lance. I mean, if he stinks and teams know all you can do is run the ball, it's going to stack the box and make Trey Lance throw. So Elijah Mitchell is not going to, I mean, he's not Derek Henry. He's not going to run through people. It's weird because he likes, I mean, JK Dobbins went, made all those news when the report came back from Rappaport that his injury was not being healed or the rehab wasn't going well. And Dobbins was like, I'm tired of being quiet. I'm good. I'm going to be ready for week one. He's 33 to one to start the year. We know that there's going to be a lot of sharing of the football going on. You know, there's going to be a lot of, is it Lamar's offense? Is it going to be Gus Edwards' offense? Who's running the ball the most? I, I couldn't back Dobbins just because I don't know about the injury situation. How do you feel about Saquon Barkley at 50 to one? Can't stay healthy. Right. But what if he does? It's a complete Hail Mary, but what are the Giants going to do? I mean, no, I'm going to got a soft spot for Saquon. Um, 50 to, he's no, 25 I, years old. Isn't this crazy? He's 25. Feels like he's 50. Who? Saquon? Saquon Barkley. Come on. Um, the guy that's going to lead the NFL in rushing has to one, be able to stay healthy, but two, don't they have to be kind of a a bigger back? Like, is Elijah Mitchell Mitchell going to win this? Is 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 Barkley going to win this? Barkley's a bigger back. He's going to stay healthy. He's strong. He ain't big. Okay. I don't know. I I, I wouldn't bet either one of them. But, I mean, listen, Matt. That, that what, is it Henry? Is... It's Right now, it's Henry, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon. Pretty much on the top four. Aren't one of those four going to win it? Uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, Nick Chubb, I, 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 of the three, I like Nick Chubb to do that just because I don't know what the offense for the Browns is going to look like. So, Henry's the easy bet, but I, again, I don't think, I think the Titans are going to be bad. Right. So, you look one of the other guys. I don't know. It's not, I mean, it, it just looks like one of those, one of those four. I wouldn't bet either one of those other guys against those four, you know? Over those four. I mean, you want to take a flyer, take a flyer. Right. Odds, 
35 to one, 50 to one. I mean, these are just like, you yeah. know, go for 10 bucks on five. But guys. How the hell is San Francisco? Like you said, how's a running back for San Francisco going to win it when yeah. everybody knows they're going to run the ball. And we know how the play calling is going to go for Shanahan. It's not going to Trey Lance one. is going to run the ball. Isn't yeah. he? He's not going to feature one back. That's not what no they do. way. Yeah, they, they, they don't. They're not like the Titans, where it's like thirty-five carries, Derrick Henry. That's not what the Niners are going to do. So that's that's why it's priced away where it's priced. And I, I don't know. Maybe they're going to change and be totally different and be one back heavy, but it would be surprising. I mean, the NFL today, it's so hard to bet this, in my opinion, because the NFL today is all about multiple backs. Every team's got three or four backs. So all everybody in DFS is always whining and complaining because you might think this guy's going to be your number one but he may get six carries during a week. So it's hard. It's, it's changed everything. It's changed fantasy for sure. It's changed these prop bets for sure. The game has changed. They don't run the ball like they used to. The value of the running back has been diminished in the NFL. It's been happening for years, but it continues to happen. I mean, just even doing the totals, like in games, used to have a total – in mind that if a team had a two score lead, 13 point lead, they would run the ball for six minutes and take the, they don't do that anymore. So I think picking the, the winner of the rushing title is a really ambitious uh, endeavor. Um, I don't have a clue who, who it would be, you, you know, I say nobody knows shit all the time. I really think nobody knows shit about who's going to win the NFL rushing title. This is a tough one. Oh, all right, betprep.com, prop bet of the day. Ooh. We're going back to the Mets and the Yankees. Okay. Walker over four and a half Ks at minus 110. Give me the stats here on this. Uh, Walker, six of last seven has gone over this number, averaging 6.9 per game. Five of the last six when his team is the favorite, although the number has flipped there. Yankees are now the favorite. Four of the last five after a win, 6.8. Walker has not faced the Yankees last uh, yet this year, but over his last eight starts, he's gone six or more innings in every start. If we get six, it looks like the Yankees who do K a lot, this number would be easily hit. The pricing seems fishy to me. Why is it four and a half minus 110? She may not go five innings. If they he gets blasted, Yankees get him clean him out. Well, yeah, that, that's the danger. I like over, actually. Uh, I, I like over with this. You think it should be priced more to the over? Yeah, I would expect four and a half to be like minus 130. Yeah. Given the number's low, the Yankees strike out, strike out a lot, and he's gone deep in these games. Yep. So I smell a, I smell a rat here on this number. Either it's mispriced or the a trap's being laid. What's his average case per game overall? It's probably five. Mm, well, over the, I mean, it is, it's but his numbers teams. recently are much higher. Yeah, but he pitched against bad teams, right? The Yankees lineup wears you out. Yeah. They throw, you, you make, they make you throw a lot of pitches. So that's the danger of betting a number that looks too good. Like if you, if you bet over here, he goes four and two thirds and only gets four K's and you're left like, yeah, I got the great, I got the great price, but I got the wrong number. And you get the CLV. That's like, you know, you start to 
wonder maybe Matt's right about not betting baseball stuff. <laughs> I don't know. By the way, before we say by sports grid, the yeah. ACC preseason poll just came out. Oh boy. Boston College got a vote to win the ACC. That was done on a dare or something. I don't, dude, I'm telling you. I, oh, stop. I Please, bet- the show's called Bostonia versus the book. It's I haven't bet it I'm telling you, Celtics Boston, is never going to stop. You're going to make a pitch College for Boston Eagles? College? I'm telling you right now, Boston College overwins. I haven't made it yet, but oh. BC is going to be tougher than people think this year in the ACC. They're, they are on the rise. There's my little tidbit, my future bet for you. Boston College over. That, <laughs> that, one, that one media member is not crazy. Overwind. Say goodbye to Sports Grid. Sports Grid, we appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow night, 11 o'clock Pacific time after the Pat McAfee show. If you guys are on Twitter or YouTube, don't move. More to come for the Bostonian versus the book. Uh, okay, time for better to book it. I'm, I'm not kidding, man. Have you seen their, their schedule? No. Why in the hell would I look at Boston College's schedule? Well, then don't make fun of me then. Don't be laughing at me then. What's the season wins? What? What's the season wins? I think it's seven and a half. You think? How do you not know this? Because You've I haven't looked bet it at yet. their schedule. Yeah, because I haven't bet it yet. I just want to make sure that I, I just haven't bet. I'm telling you, that's not nuts. I love. We we, we didn't we do B? No, I guess we didn't do BC schedule yet. Why in the world will we do BC? Because I know B- summertime is slow. They went we six and six. BC. They went six and six last year to okay? see who else does BC. That's actually Listen, a good idea. We should right, do the BC you're right. Two, two and six in conference, but they. They have Rutgers at Vatech, Maine at Florida State, Louisville, Clemson, both at home, at Wake, at UConn, home for Duke, at North Carolina State, at Notre Dame, and home for Syracuse. Telling you, BC's got a quarterback. They got an offense. They've been recruiting decently. It's not a bad bet right now. Boston College, regular season wins at Mm -hmm. Circa, six and a half. Beautiful. Under minus one forty five. Beautiful. Give me a give me over on that. Love it. Plus one twenty five right now today, sir. Yeah, I like it. I I, I th- th- this is a this is an offense people are sleeping on, oh, for sure. All right, it's a good little intro into our circus sports schedule of the day. Circus sports and the circus circus million four most exciting football handicapping contest back for another year. Circa four delivering 6 million in guaranteed prizes, 1 million first place prize contest. will not take a rake $1 million to a first place prize entries, $1,000 maximum three per <laughs> team per player. Test your skill this season against the best handicappers in the world for your chance to win a million dollars. More info and contest rules, sign up information, log on to circusports.com. What's wrong with you now? I just peeked down at the chat while you're reading the read. Uh-huh. And uh, Stevie Matt, Capital Web, Capital K said, is Matt Ryan still eligible for Boston <laughs> College? <laughs> but Jerkovich is good, though. Uh, I mean, the kid has got some moxie. <laughs> and they got a quarterback at Boston College. What about Jonathan Taylor, by the way, if to win the rushing title? That's another good one that the boys in the chat. Mark Hicks chimed in with that. That's speaking, of Matt, speaking of Matt Ryan, to a bet. Very that's possible. A, that's a very good bet. Considering Actually, that, that might they don't have any receivers. Guy. They have no receivers. That so. might be the guy. Yeah. Taylor's, Taylor's not bad. What's bet. his odds? That might be the rushing title one. Get LaMarca on that. Mm. All right. Talk Baylor Bears here. Let's go. So Baylor, everyone, gambling Twitter, they're mm. all on the under. Goodness gracious. Sharp mm. money has come in on the over. It's up to eight. It was seven and a half. 
under plus 130. Where did you get the short money confirmation from? What are you talking about? Why did the number go up? Are you, are, are you, are you, are you to tell me the one, tell me the only short money moves the numbers? Yeah. Where did it open seven and a half? Where? It's everywhere. Everyone's been quoting all these books at seven and a half. And now really? it's eight. Yes. And now it's eight. All right. So it's gone up. So you're telling me sharp money moves it. Sharp money's moved it. Otherwise, the public moved it. But in the over. Okay. So which is it? I haven't talked to anybody yet. I don't know. <laughs> well, you're the one that only sharp money moves the number. So, have to, so if the number goes up. That's just probably it? been a limit play. I mean, you see what's going on now. These people are going into these books and betting 10,000 on stuff. And the books <laughs> in Vegas are taking it. Right. Like, so maybe Mattress Mac betted. Who the hell knows? Jeez. I don't know. Uh, okay. They start uh, home against Albany. Albany's going to Baylor? Mm-hmm. God, I'm so This is reason number 1.7 million <laughs> why I'm glad I'm not in a book. How the hell do you even make a number on that? 45? <laughs> like, like something. The number. Or, Let's put it up and see what happens. Yeah. At BYU week two. The big game. What's the date of that? Uh, the date of that game is the 10th of September. Oh, Chrissy's got BYU minus eight. That's a Baylor yeah. loss. Oh, yeah, probably. Okay. So all of one. just for the record, all of Baylor's tough games are on the road this year. Okay. This is why people are are very much down on Baylor because of what? But I love Dave. Aranda, he's a phenomenal defensive coach, and I think their defense could ride. I think they could win this game at BYU, but I'll take it as a loss. Okay. Uh, I mean, Blake Shapin showed me a lot last year. I mean, yep. I, I think this court, they, 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 this kid's got some got some guts. Um, the bowl game was <laughs> they were really impressive in the bowl game. So I just got a DM saying I made the line forty for Albany. We got lines makers in the chat now. No, my DM. Someone just said, "Hey, our friends at BetSmart said I made the line forty, so I was close. It's at forty-five. So <laughs> Albany catching forty from Baylor. Texas State in week three. Texas State. I'll have to say that's a win, too. So two and one or yep. three and zero. Oh. Right at Iowa State. Oh God, it's a big rebuild year for the Cyclones. They catch them here, huh? They could. I uh, I mean, it's a re- it's a borderline rebuild, but two. I mean, Campbell versus Aranda got really good coaches. Iowa State in September. Iowa so State be warm. is such a disappointment. So many times I buy into their bullshit. So many times so they let me down. Oh my! Tell, tell the Bromel Cap get get our Iowa guys all fired up. <laughs> oh, is he an Iowa guy or an Iowa State guy? Uh, he's covering Iowa, so he'd be an oh, Iowa guy. He's on the okay. eastern part of the state, but All right. a lot of people get mad. You're either one or the other. I'll say two. Baylor wins that game three. Okay, you? Uh, yeah, I'd say I go one and one against Iowa State and BYU. I think Baylor would sign up for that. They go okay. one and one in those games. Oklahoma State at home, high scoring game, fun game, Tough game, fun game. Yeah. Um. I'll say they lose that game. Okay. I think they win that game at West Virginia. I think they win that game. Ooh. Brad's going to get mad at me, my guy, B. Howe. But 
we'll we'll have we'll be dialed into that. Anything with West Virginia, I got the guy. So we'll okay. we'll, we'll know. More I like that, Baylor that game too. Home for Kansas. Everybody beats Kansas. Six. Correct. So I'm on seven. You're on six. Okay, we have seven and a half or eight at Texas Tech. It's the date of this game, November. Uh, yeah, t- October 29th. Last week of October. I'll say. I'll say win. Seven. Really? Cool. Okay, I think they go one and one between Texas Tech and Oklahoma back to back road games. So you have a win against Tech, you have a loss against Oklahoma, uh, and I'll, I can subscribe to that. Okay. And then they play home against Kansas State. Wait, they play who? They play after Texas Tech, Oklahoma on the road. Yeah, that's they can't win that game next. What do you mean? Oklahoma's going to be down. Yes, they can. They can win that game. Baylor's going to go to Oklahoma and win. Yes, can happen. They either lose to Oklahoma and beat Tech, or lose to Tech and beat Oklahoma. Holy they go. They go one and one. They go to Oklahoma and win. Yeah. Oklahoma's like the pick Oklahoma's a fourteen point favorite. Yep. Next, do and that's now. Wait till Oklahoma loses their first two, a couple of games early in the year. Watch that number flip dramatically. Okay, that won't be that. That won't be the closing number, in my opinion. It'll be single digits by the time we get to that game. Kansas State at home. That's the hiccup. That's the one they lose. They lose right. home for TCU. Win. Yes. Eight. I'm on nine at Texas. Oh. Win nine. Oh, boy. You and I might go. I mean, I'm at nine too, but we both go to nine. I have different ways of getting there, but nine. And gambling Twitter is all over the under. Yeah. Everyone on the under. And I can get the logic. I was debating this with Pamela Maldonado of Yahoo Sportsbook on Twitter. We're talking back and forth about this. She, she likes Baylor on the under seven and a half, took the plus 130 money. And I said, look, you know, I can see it. I understand the logic because of the road games at BYU, at Iowa State, at West Virginia, at Texas Tech, at Oklahoma, at Texas. Okay. I, I can see that. But the Big 12 overall is going to be down this year. This, right. is not a banner, this is not a banner year. You're replacing a lot of quarterbacks, you're bringing in new coaches. There's a lot of things going on and everyone again is all Texas, Texas, Texas. Right. And when, recently when that's happened, the wheels have come off in Texas. Right. Really bad. Right. So, you know, are the starters returning on defense for Baylor? Majority of them. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that's where the, that's the strength of Baylor is their right. defense. They, right. they got the quarterback coming back. Bohannon left. He transferred out. So they, they've got, they got shaping coming in to play quarterback still, you know, he's, a, a smaller kid. The people are nervous that Baylor's offense has been so predicated on the quarterback being able to run and scramble. But I think the kid just sits back there and fires missiles. I, I, I like the kid. I mean, I, I like Baylor's offense. Baylor always has great top talent. I know they, you know, the Patriots drafted one of the kids around a four, two 40 at the combine. So they, but they, I mean, Baylor getting athletes is not that they never have a problem getting athletes to play, to play wide receiver at Baylor. Right. So, I love Aranda. I think Dave Aranda is just like that dude is really good. Plus 650 to win the Big 12. I like it. 
I do. I let people think I'm nuts. Whenever I say this, I go, I like Baylor to win the big 12. They're like, you're high. I'm like, okay, but I like, I like Baylor to win the big 12. I do. Mm. Man. I think, I think it's very, very possible that they win the big 12 and like, everyone's like, get off the crack pipe. Okay. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Why these people always asking if we're drunk or we're high and stuff? Yeah. Like, why are they always asking these questions? I mean, I don't know why they're asking these questions. It's, it's noon. I mean, come on. Yeah, what noon. do people think we're doing here? We're in Vegas, but we ain't like that. Stop. Come on. Come on. Gorov just said McGregor and Floyd Mayweather are discussing another fight. Get Vegas. the no. Stop. Can't be. Right? Can't be. All. The only thing I'll say about this is they haven't been talked about. So people are just, this is getting their names to be out there. There's no oh, way that's those happening. Moves. Yeah. There's no way that's happening again. There's no way. Can't. I, Can't. I mean, how much money are you betting on Mayweather if this happens? I mean, that was your biggest I bet mean, ever, right? That was your yeah. biggest bet. Would you uh, go back and repeat it? Uh, no, because it might be a trap this time. <laughs> oh, God. I, I'm still betting Mayweather. Uh, I, I I bought How the Connor Gregor even going to hit this guy. Stop. This whole thing is, I, I, I don't even want to get involved in it this time. I wouldn't even get involved. Please they ain't going to fight. The police tell me that's a fake. I mean, Connor Can't has be real. Get him back in an octagon, please. Just get him back or have him retire. One of the two. Just stop. I mean, Mayweather and McGregor started all of this nonsense that everyone now is trying Correct. to do. All this Jake Paul crap. This right. started yeah. it. People will Can't. buy it if it's just entertainment. They don't care about the actual athletic competition of it. I don't know oh. who this bet smart guy is, but he's been involved very much on the Twitter and stuff mm. now. And it's, he just nice. put, he's got Baylor more likely to win nine than seven by small percentage. I like so, it. Thank you, Ben Smart. I, I like it. That's his model. I like it. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Time for better to book it. Talking baseball <laughs> gagging as I'm, as I'm doing it brought to you, brought to you by Caesar sports books you guys in the celebratory nature of the start of just the picks jtp 15 up to a 1500 risk-free bets using that promo code jtp 15 when you sign up for a new account with caesar's sportsbook caesar's william hell better to book it we start on a totals tuesday under eight tampa bay baltimore betting or booking at minus 115 the under eight Tampa and Baltimore with my boy McClanahan on the mound and Watkins on the other side for Baltimore. Look at you. CLV seven and a half painted across the world. Now betting overnight. Um, we'll bet it. I like it. Finally saw the light betting some unders about time. Totals Tuesday should be Dude, totals every on, day. I've been betting unders and I've been losing. <laughs> Doesn't matter what the fuck I'm betting. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Unders, overs, first five, nerfies, yerfies. It it doesn't matter. It just it doesn't. K props. K props. Don't forget those. K props. Same game parlay that we did that Sunday. That blew up in our face. Like it. It all. And it doesn't doesn't matter. Just doesn't absolutely matter. It's all the the same. Just won't stop. (laughs) Just won't stop. It's horrific. Uh, Next bet. Under seven, even money, A's and the Astros. Oy, that's low. Juice is oh, coming on the under. It's now more expensive than this. The number hasn't moved, but there's juice on the under. 
Damn, son. It's seven under 30. Yeah. Two places have decided to move the damn number to six and a half. To six and a half. Oh, wow. We have drafts so at six and a half, and we have yeah, it's, it's Javier Irvin. The last two games of these two teams have gone. Whoa, 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 whoa. hold on, hold on. That's Javier Irvin is the next day. Today is Garcia. Oh, sorry, Frankie Montas. Sorry, same. But I, I, I like the under tomorrow too. Um, like the under tomorrow too. Yeah, but in this one, Garcia Montas, I like it too. Under this one, Garcia, 3.65 ERA, Montas, 3.16. Last two games for these two teams have gone over this six and a half number. It's been seven and 12 yesterday. Oh, Oakland's been hitting, which is really odd. Yes. They've been scoring is- runs. Oakland has scored um, five, five, three, eight, and seven over the last five games. Yeah, that's not good for a total of seven. No. We'll book this one. Worried okay. about this one. We'll book this one. Just need the A's not to score anything. Yeah. Garcia on the road. I pulled this last night uh, as to why I bet this. Um, Garcia is on the road. ERA 2.25 on the road, 4.89 at home. Mm. Been much better on the road than he has been at home. And I believe on the other side, that it's the flip that on that Montas at home has been much better than on the road. Um, I almost, I almost bet first five. I almost did that. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to stay away from that. I'll do the full game. Yeah. Um, at home, 2.57 versus 4.85 for Frankie Montas. Yeah. So that's why I bet the under even money on the under. Oh. And then finally, I have not bet this, but I wanted to get your take on it. I know you don't like it over eight runs. Yankees Mets. Yeah. And minus one five. I booked this one. Okay. I, I I I like the under today in the game. Um, there's not too many games today that I I was looking at it where I like the over. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll take that for what it's worth. Okay, but um, I think this is. I don't want to say it's a World Series preview because everyone else is saying it's a World Series <laughs> preview, but it could be. Yeah, I think this is going to be like a playoff baseball game. I think we're going to see a really good, well-played baseball game, unlike a home run fest, maybe one 3-2 final, and even 4-3 gets you there. So, under for me. Okay. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, I woke up this morning and checked some Twitter stuff and realized that the Steelers were reporting to training camp today. Mm. And I saw one of my buddies uh, between Dunlap and Mac. They do the morning show at 93.7 in Pittsburgh. And one of them posted that all of the anchors on the morning shows in Pittsburgh were black and gold today because mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a Steeler football town. And I said, oh, that means 100% I'm going to wear the throwback pirate jersey um, today to partake in that celebration of training camp opening. And in doing so came upon another tremendous Twitter follow 1996, 1986-92 Pirates. I don't know this guy. I started following him. He's putting out daily clips of what happened on this day, 726 oh. back then when the okay. Pirates were winning division championships. In 1990, 91, 92, Pirates were really good. Lost to the Braves. 
Tomahawk chop. A long time ago. <laughs> Stop rubbing this shit in. All right, listen, just <laughs> let me finish. All right, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> he posted a video today of Myron Cope doing a baseball video about the Pirates. Myron Cope mm. was the longtime announcer of the, of the Steelers, color guy. Crazy. Pittsburgh to the core. He had sayings like yoy and double yoy, and he, he had a huge accent. I posted it on my Twitter feed today. You want to take two minutes and one second, I think is the time of the video. He reenacted MC Hammer's You Can't Touch This. Oh, that's what that was. Okay. I saw that. If you can make it through the whole two minutes, and then you will 100% ask yourself, why? What in the hell did I just watch? That right. is the best bet of the day today. That's my favorite <laughs> thing about today so far. That's very, very cool. Uh, my favorite thing about today is kind of a continuation from, from yesterday, but I, it's, it, it is in reference to football season because, you know, in the summer, we get to see a lot of people here in Vegas and they come on in. And I had never met Jenna Garcia in person. And it's fun when you know people and you, you have a vibe from them and you kind of figure, okay, this person is going to be really kind of neat to, to talk to and have a conversation with. And Eric Garcia, who was my former student, you know, Jenna is is kind of in between the three of us or the, the two of us from a, an age perspective. So it's a nice little bridge. But to sit there last night and like listen to her talk, listen to her career, find out more about her, find out what, what she has accomplished and what she has done in her career and things that I had no idea she was a D1 athlete. I had no idea she had played, you know, professional basketball overseas. Like I didn't know any of this stuff. It's just fun when you get to it, it, people come to Vegas because we're here and we don't have to go anywhere. They come to us consistently. And that to me is, it's just a nice reminder that one, we're almost a football and two, that we're very lucky to be where we, where we live. Are they, they related? No, they're not related. Totally different. Never met, but they get along really well. They work together really well. So it's fun. I mean, that's a common question. When someone has the same last name, right? Like, did Eric get a tattoo as well? No, Eric has no tattoos. He's 22 and he, he looked a little like green at we, we were talking around. Going <laughs> He's like, nah, man, like, nah. Come on. Yeah, I, was, I was like, come on. I was like, I'll pay for it. I was like, I got you. Come on. He was like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just here to shoot. I'm not here to get anything. I'm, I'm not getting a tattoo. So no, he was, he was not interested in the tattoo conversation, but at some point Jenna said, she's going to come back to Vegas and make him get one. So we figure it out. But she was trying to get him to move to the whole, the whole night. It was like trying to get him to move to Denver. It was like, this town's incredible. You need to come here. But I was just like, wait, wait, really? hold on a second. Like, you can't move Eric to Denver. I need Eric here. I need him in Vegas. I don't need him in Denver. Although Can we shout be. out, by the way, our guy that responded to us on Twitter that was doing the uh, mental health class right, rating? Right now, because I wanted I, to get his name right. And it was very cool. I, I And that was, that was going to be my best thing about today. But the, the video was right on my mind, but I have. So his name is, yeah, Joseph C. Myers. Yes. Uh, He is a behavioral health and uh, freelance writer. Yes. Who wrote to us yesterday, listening to today's Bostonian versus the book with Sports Talk Matt and Sports BK Consig while I work out in grade uh, counseling notes for my behavioral health tech class. Not sure if y'all already have any fans who are in the army, but you have at least one at Fort St. Uh, sorry, Fort Sam Houston, Texas. How cool that is was, that? 
fucking awesome. That was absolutely <laughs> that fucking made, awesome. Uh, I, I made a lie. That made that yesterday. Made my that, day. Today, that was yesterday. I, I got that and I was like, I said to Eric, I said, holy shit, you know, look at this. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, this is really cool. Like this is, this guy's in Fort Sam Houston, Texas, you know, grading papers, listening to the show and, and then sending us a, a, a message on Twitter. So yeah, that yeah. was really cool. Took the time to shout us out, took the time to, to send us a, a message on Twitter. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, we call the boys and, and girls that listen to the show to BVB Brigade and, you know, to have you down there listening. And I mean, just tell people about it, man. That's all That's all we could ask you to do. We really appreciate you listening. Glad you're here. And hopefully, you know, our discussion yesterday did the subject justice. I mean, I, th- I thought we had a really good, you mm. know, deep, kind of heart-to-heart discussion about the state of mental health of a lot of people in general and guys specifically, but it was a really good discussion. And that, that I'm not going to lie, that made my day. That was mm. pretty cool. 100%. I yeah. completely and totally agree. Yep. Guys, while you're here, hit the like button, subscribe button, leave an Apple review. All the stuff we ask you to do really does help us out a lot when you have a chance to do it. It takes you a couple seconds to do it, and we do appreciate it. He is Dave. I am Matt. We are back tomorrow. 1 p.m. Eastern for the Bostonian versus the book. Go Baylor.